The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. If there is just, uh, if there is, if there hasn't been a fun jumping, popping, I don't, I don't know. And you do a lot of, and you do a lot of, you do a lot of DJing. You listen to a lot of different music in general. No, he doesn't listen to it. He plays a lot of music in general. There's a difference between playing music, like you play it and it's playing, but, or actually listening to music. But shouldn't you be listening to a lot of different music to know what you should be playing at your weddings? He doesn't. To discover new stuff? No, he doesn't do that. He gets playlists. Oh. Not so here, oh stop! Listen, <laughs> no, Listen. don't, no, no, don't, no, no me. <laughs> there are some events that I have playlists for that is very, very simple. There are other, okay, yeah. well, there are there's other, other ones he does that because I, that I put more, I put, I curate more to, and it all depends on the kind of bride. I've had those brides that are very hands on that I have to DJ the whole fucking time. Yo, in this day and age, they're hands on. You got to yeah. be like hashtag Me Too, bitch, back up. <laughs> Putting your hands on me, bitch. I don't think he means that kind of hands yeah, on. Exactly. Because I said, bitch. Welcome to Hardly Awesome Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. Yeah, dude. You gotta, you gotta, I gotta you gotta my, actually my, listen to music more. I need to listen. To I gotta, I gotta play. admit, I'm, 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 I'm a fault to that too. Like I listen to music, but I don't necessarily listen too deeply to the lyrics all the time and that's that's something that i gotta change. i don't listen to music like i used to when i was in high school i used to live with headphones oh and i used to and i used to listen to music like, like a lot dude. like my parents of the i was a kid where the parents had to walk over and they would have to pull the earplug up like yo i'm talking to you from the other side of the house and you're like oh i didn't know that i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so I mean, I just do you feel bad. well? Do you feel like it's because music any has kind of taken like the importance of music in people's and when I say people's, I'm putting a blanket statement out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people's lives is 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 kind of changed now with the more. Uh, other kinds of technology and entertainment available to you because like if you think about it we didn't have streaming services back then yep right so yeah. you were you weren't constantly sitting down and and binging things and spending most of your time watching or scrolling through a phone right like most no, of the they time, got you through the early versions of that through Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. But regardless, or, what you, but you, you also only, had TV time. Right. Now with everything on your phone, like you called it, with you being able to just stream it from your phone, being able to watch whatever you want to watch wherever, that takes up time from listening to music. But it's also like it. a lot of the media that's consumed samples and uses short pieces of music. So you're getting again, like if you look at the the way society has shifted, society right now is at such a small attention span. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why everything is like, we were talking last night about movies, <sighs> cut, 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 cut mm -hmm. instead of long drawn out scenes. Oh, right? do you remember that? Yes, I do. Okay. So, just so it's the same thing with, with music. It's the exact same thing. I'm, real quick. I'm going to pin it. I don't remember all of our bell. That's what I don't. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was, sleeping. we'll see. There's a, there's a few other things. Okay. Um, Sorry. but it's the same thing. So you're using small snippets of songs in a, in a, in a, 30 second reel on Instagram you know what yeah. I mean so I'm getting way more but I'm getting in short segments I'm not getting a lot of it I'm not getting the whole thing you know what I mean now 
I can't speak for you, Anthony, because like you said, you don't really listen to music as deeply mm-hmm. or like intentionally anymore. Mm-hmm. But Jim, I know you do. I yeah, know yeah, yeah. you do take the time out to put down albums and actually listen to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I do take the time to sit down and do it. So I guess that's what I'm saying. I feel like there, I but mean, I think, there are going to be people who do. Well, see, and here's the thing. For me, at least, I'm a little bit different from that argument that you just threw at Anthony. My argument is I'm just too busy. When I listen to music, a lot of times now it's in the background when I'm doing something else, so I'm not sitting and actually focusing on it. I'm not actually listening to it. What about when you drive? Yes. That's when you're listening, right? Yes, you're actually but, paying but, attention to it. Yes, but... Um, or are you thinking about other I things? Think a lot of, I think a lot... My mind wanders, dude. I feel like I have um, a very low... S- low percentage of ADHD sometimes, you know, oh, because yeah. my mind just goes all over. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I love it. It's not too much to hinder me, but it's just enough to keep it interesting. It's going to hinder know? you later on, dude. You got to start cutting that <laughs> but, shit down. Um, but yeah, it's just because it's just in the background. It's not something I'm sitting down and yeah. actually doing enough mm-hmm. of. And that's my thing is honestly, I think fully, I can, I can recognize it. I started to, when I started to watch more D&D streams, the mm-hmm. commitment of the of the time that it would consume and it being able to be just on my phone nonstop. Yep. That's what I would listen to while I was driving. I will say 2022, I've been trying to listen to music more, a little bit more. And I know honestly, the biggest time we do is when you know, I'm driving out to Rochester, me and Amber. No. Yeah. Sometimes for you two, mm-hmm. I'll send you guys links to stuff that I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you nor- do you do that with anybody? Do you ever listen to music and go, oh shit, I think this person might like this and send them it? Not really. Some, really? Not really. Well, then no. I'm glad I do that for you Yeah, guys, I, I like I, that you do that, and I'm sorry I don't reciprocate. No, but, you don't have to. It's not um, It's not about reciprocating. But, no, but I enjoy when you do that. Cool. I'm always like, oh, what's this? What did he send me now? What, let me go check this out. Oh, cool, cool, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I do like that. I don't do it for anyone now because yeah. I don't listen to anything now, but back when I did, I mean, yeah. that was all throughout high school. Me, Will, and Josh, any kind of ska pop So how did you share music back then? Because back. it wasn't text. Where you weren't sending a, a Spotify oh, link dude, to somebody. Oh, CDs, man. So you burnt, burnt CDs? Burnt CDs where nice. you send a uh, Like a full MySpace album, link. you'd be like, here, check oh, yeah. this guy's album Dude, out. grab these guys on MySpace, burn them out, here you go. Make yeah. a copy of it. Yep. Nice. Okay. That's how I used to. I, I remember like doing mixtapes. That's how old I am. Yeah. Actual cassette like tapes. Like actual on the cassettes. Putting yeah, them in the radios. CDs. And, you used to, and that's the thing. As a kid, we used to listen. I used to listen to radio all the time. So I spent, my, I spent a lot of time in, mm-hmm. like, in just hanging out, playing, or doing whatever I'm doing, but always with the radio on. And so you always knew what a lot of the songs were. You start to get a feel for what the rotations were. And so you knew, hey, they're going to be playing this song. And if you really wanted it, you were ready to, to record, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We did it. That's how we used to do it. And then it became a thing of sharing it with your friends. Like, yep. oh, hey, check this out. I made this whole thing. I know you're going to like this, right? But that was later. That was kind of like I, we were getting into CDs when mm-hmm. I was doing that. Like, Which is easier to so make I a mixtape because you can curate it. Whereas yes. if you're trying to make it on a cassette recording off the radio, it's whatever order you find it on the radio in. You know no, no, mean? no. You wait. You just wait for it. So here's the I'm waiting for this song because you. Oh, I know oh, okay. how I want to put these songs together, oh, right? Okay, and so okay. I know uh, the top five, the top Damn, nine. that's some fucking dedication, man. That was the point. Jesus. And that's why when you got that thing from somebody, it was like, oh, this is going to mean something. Let me listen to these songs in the order that you're putting them. What Word. is like, like, will this mean something? Or it was about, See, oh, thing, this is though. important. This mm-hmm. person's giving it to me because they want me to learn of something else. 
this is one thing I really envy you for. You grew up in a much slower time. I really envy you. But for the that, thing dude. is, is it's it wasn't that slow. It, it it started to pick up speed as well. Yes, it really but did. like, but like you you grew up as a kid through the eighties. Oh yeah, eighties and, and 90s, then yeah. and then the nineties too. I mean, towards the tail end of the nineties, middle nineties is maybe when it started really picking up. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, yeah yeah. Uh, I was I was through the nineties. I was born in the early 90s, so I didn't catch into the 90s really until the late 90s when it was starting to speed up and then shot out of a fucking electric cannon in the 2000s. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it was just all this shit coming at you so fast. You wish you could just be like, let just me slow chilling. down and yes, do this. Yes, dude. Yes. It yes, was, it, man. I have to say, you that, know, that that's old something... expression that's kind of cheesy to say, but simpler times. It's, it's you the know truth, I mean? though, right? So then when I think about how like older folks from my generation, that would, yes. not my generation, but I think of when. When I think of older people, and they used mm-hmm. to say my time was 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 a, a, a much different time, was it? And I'm like, you know what? I get it now. But mm-hmm. that's the thing, because I know what it was like then, and now I also understand what it's like now. I've lived through this whole kind of period Evolution. that that yeah. you know only certain generations understand. But see, here's the thing: you you lived it, so you know how to slow down. I don't. I never lived it. I don't know what that feels like. Mm. Like, I do to a degree, but I was so young that it's like, I really don't know. Like, I know, but I don't know. It's I, so surface level. Gotcha. And I feel, that's the thing. I always felt, feel, I'm one of these people where, to me, music is a very important thing. It's I, so I've, universal. It's like a religion to me. Yes. In, term, in terms of, like, one of the most important things in my life is music. Mm-hmm. And I'm always about trying to stay on top of listening to new music and hearing new things. Yep. And, you know, I've been through the different phases and genres so of music many, that have yes. come up. And and you're not going to like everything, right? No, but, no, no. But at the end of the day, but it's still interesting to go through it all and experience it all, whether it's you like it or not. There's stuff out know? there, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I thought that what we would do for this episode of the podcast is we'd make this a music podcast. Wonderful. All, right. all the stuff we're going to talk about today is going to be music based. But I think what I want to do too, and I'm going to throw this guys to you later, uh, and, and we'll talk about the specifics of it later. But we're going to create a Spotify playlist for the Hardly Awesome podcast, oh, in nice. which the three of us will continuously, week by week, add songs. Oh, that's okay. kind of a good idea. So I that like anyone that wants to listen to it can hear what we're listening to, because we want other people to hear this as well. Mm-hmm. Doesn't okay. matter what it is. So if you want to bring little Spanky, whatever his name is, Got Anthony, Spanky. you can bring him and put his single on there. And Jim, you could bring one of your <laughs> indie Terry guys, Reed, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. But that's the point. We're going to make a whole playlist on Spotify and week by week, we're going to keep adding to it. Yeah, that's going to be a mishmash of, that's the point. That's great, dude. All right. That's literally what my phone is like. Anyway, that's what my phone used to be like. Now it's a lot of indie shit, but my phone used to just be all over the place with music, man. Nice. I just listen to all kinds of shit. Uh, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna start off real quick with this little piece that I wanted to play with you guys. Okay. Not even play with you guys. It was this kind of just did you know? Because like the thing about the the world of music is mm-hmm. there's so much there, right? Oh my god, yes. And, and the little stories of yes. like everything. Yes. So and I am always interested in hearing like the backstory of a song or a mm, band's yeah. name or yep. or an event in music history. So I thought it'd be fun to open the show with a segment called Did You Know. Music edition. Okay, so I have, let me see, one, two, three, four, five little did you knows here. And then you guys can just say yes or no whether you knew this or not, and okay. then we can discuss. Okay. Yeah. The song Dude Looks Like a Lady okay. by Aerosmith is written about Vince Neil of Motley Crue. Did you know this? I think I was aware that it was about somebody in another band. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember. I didn't who. know that. According to lead singer Steven Tyler, the band were in a bar and one of them spotted Vince from behind and assumed he was a woman. 
When, when he turned around and they realized it was him, one of the guys from Aerosmith said, damn, dude looks like a lady. It stuck and they ended up writing a song based on the experience. <laughs> Wouldn't That's that be, funny, dude. How would that make you feel if you found out somebody wrote a song about you because from behind they thought you were a woman? <laughs> <laughs> on the outside, I'd be like, that's fucking awesome. But on the inside, I'd be crying. <laughs> Anthony, when you had your long hair, your shaggy hair, bro. Oh, man. How would you have felt if somebody from behind thought you were a lady? I mean, maybe you got, I'll, you maybe got some I'll take curves, it as a compliment. It happened compliment. to my dad before. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. What he said he, say? he, was, he, was walking, he was walking home one day, um, and my dad grew up in the 70s, so he had the long hair down his yeah. shoulders. And he said this dude pulled up in a car next to him and started hollering at him. And when he turned and looked at the guy, and the guy saw my dad was a dude, he said the guy took off down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that happened a lot in the 70s, and if you see, dude. Yeah, dude. If you see pictures of my dad from back then, you're like, yeah, I can see. I can see why somebody would think that. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have heard this one before. The Who's drummer, Keith Moon, inspired mm-hmm. the name Led Zeppelin. Maybe. I didn't know he... Uh, I, I know the story behind, like, it's go, we're going down like a Led Zeppelin. Like, when nah, Jimmy Page was looking to put together a new band after the Yardbirds had split up, he approached Moon to join a supergroup he was putting together with Jeff Beck. Moon stated that a group with those two would go down like a lead balloon. So the group liked the idea of that the, that phrase. They dropped the A in lead at the suggestion of manager Peter Grant so that those unfamiliar with the term would not pronounce it lead. Mm. Uh, then the word balloon was replaced by Zeppelin, a word which, according to music journalist Keith Shadwick, brought the perfect combination of heavy and light combustibility and grace to Page's mind. Zeppelins are pretty badass. Yeah, I knew that Like they were insulted with that phrase, and that's how they got their name. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was him, though. I didn't know that. Here's another, here's another cool uh, band, how they got their name. Nickelback. Interesting. Okay. Nickelback. Do you guys know how they got their name? No, no idea. Nickelback is named after Change for Coffee. Lead okay. singer Chad Kroger was having trouble coming up with a name for the band. He turned to his brother for ideas. At the time, his brother worked at Starbucks and coffee was $1.95. Any customer who paid $2 cash would get a Nickelback as change. <laughs> And they decided That's to tell they went with, with that. their name, huh? <laughs> okay, you know That's crazy. what? Hey, Didn't it works for them. Good for them, man. You want to know what? When I was in high school, me and my buddy Ryan wanted to start a band. And he played drums, I played guitar. And we were coming up with different names for bands, right? Mm hmm. One of them was Psychedelica. <laughs> didn't yeah, we didn't stay with that one. Sideshow was one we, ah, we okay. wanted to use. I like that. Though. I liked that too. I liked it too. One day I was sitting in in my anatomy class. And I'm looking up on the board, and we had this this one of our, our things for homework, one of our assignments for homework mm-hmm. the next day was to sketch uh, these different things out of the skeletal system, right? Okay. Uh, but certain ones. So it said sketch bone 1, 3, 7, 8, 29, this and that. And I saw the word sketch bone, the two words together like that. I was like, sketch bone? I was like, that's fucking dope. <laughs> I was like, that's what we're going to be called, sketch bone. That's and so cool I took that word and I used it for everything. I used it as handles. Mm-hmm. I think I had an email address for the longest time, sketchbone78 at hotmail.com or some shit. It's my PlayStation handle, Sketchbone. Huh. So you want to hear some crazy shit? My buddy Ryan sent me a text the other day. It's a link to a Facebook that link thing, and it's a band or a group called Sketchbone. What the f- From where? Um, I don't know, but how in the hell do you do that? Like, How does that happen? 
it's it's but um, the word sketch bone together like how it was it's, presented to you to use by the universe you didn't use it so the universe I've been said using okay it. yeah but not for did a you band. profit did you profit off of it oh you have to profit off of it I that's how the universe the I mean, universe bro. is like hey i'm going to give you an idea make money look here it is sketch bone interesting and that's kind of badass fuck uh, you dude it's mine <laughs> <laughs> looks like they're in georgia interesting oh, i mean close enough to florida they ripped it off chris thompson and josh nix Oh, is it with another Chris? But let me say, the last time they did anything was in December of 2021. Interesting, though. I want to. I want to find out. There's. It says Sketchbone is a rock jam party band covering hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and today. All your music. Wonder if they got the name the same way you did. They saw it written like that on a on a school. What board. if they listened to one of my old podcasts and heard me or talking about off. this? Because I've talked about this yep. story before. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of funny though, huh? Anyway, so yeah, that's how Nickelback got their name. Interesting. Uh, speaking of band names. The Goo Goo Dolls, Buffalo Boys. Ah. Do you know what they were originally called? Ah, uh, fuck. Nope, wrong. No, <laughs> no idea. You can't call your band that name. <laughs> no one's gonna call. No one's gonna say, "Hey, welcome to the stage." Yeah, you gotta oh, call. No, they, they you gotta a, call your. You gotta call your band, band uh, KCUF. Sex Maggot. Really? Yes. It was their manager who didn't like the name, so they ended up changing it to mm-hmm. Goo Goo Dolls after seeing an ad for a doll with a removable rubber head in True Detective magazine. Interesting. It's crazy where names will inspire you, like where you'll okay. find or where you'll find names uh, as inspiration. Just inspiration for anything, really. You know what I mean? True. Creatively. Well, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Sex maggots. I, I always, I always hated having to come up, come up with band names. Uh, Throughout high school, I yeah, about, it's a I, pain in the ass. Yeah, you don't like coming up with segment names either, so I get it. <laughs> I hate. I hate it. Listen, you want to play? What was wait, it wait called again? Pew pew. Oh, quick draw. <laughs> quick draw. Uh, wait till you fucking play D and D with me. You're gonna see me make up names on the fly. My players all they're like, uh, this guy's name um, Henry thing Glorox, and they're like, Glorox. this one's called Blorox. <laughs> Zorlox. Blorox. I like Florox. that one. <laughs> No, 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 that's not far <laughs> off. Oh, man. So, you want me to make a whole bunch of names for you to pick from? 100%. For that, I could do that. See, I can, I can write character names. I can create all kinds dude, of character names. you can names, just but pull up a and d name creator generator. generator on Google, dude. Put a whole list. You know what? We're, we can use AI. We'll use AI today to give you a whole list. A nice. hundred names. hundred names. We're going to use it right after the show. Let's get back to this. <laughs> this is the very last segment of uh, last part of Did You Know? Jim, this will this will uh, this will kind of play into what we're going to talk about later for you. The song "Fight for Your Right" hey. by the Beastie Boys was a joke. Really? Did you know this? What do you mean it was a joke? What? The Beastie Boys wrote the song as a gag, making fun of annoying rock anthems and frat boy party music. <laughs> when the song was published, they released a video that was meant to be a parody. No one got the joke, and it ended up being a huge rock anthem itself. Interesting. <laughs> that is awesome. That's funny, dude. You know what? It gave them publicity and fame. So, I mean, I don't think they're proud. They're, they don't think they're mad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean well, like, I mean, if I wrote a song to be a parody and making fun of something and then the, the general public took it and made it that, um, yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about it, but I mean- Still shot them up more, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, true. Hit it big, so why crazy. Not? You never know, right? Like they did something to just fuck around, mm-hmm. and then boom, it yeah. became the one hit, right? There's yeah. a, that, that's that story plays out through through music history a lot, where songs were written as throwaway songs or songs not to mean anything, mm-hmm. and that was the song that exploded and everybody loved. Yep. Anyway, all right, guys, let's check in and see what's going on in our week. 
Let's start with you, Jim. What you listening to this week and what's happening with your week? Uh, That's why I said that Beastie Boys was going to lead in. Nothing. There's nothing going on really new with me. What's going on, Anthony? Wait, no, you... I'm fucking with you. No, um, nothing really new in the week. Nothing really new in my life. It's uh, closing out the first week of the new year. So mm-hmm. um, other than that, I had a buddy in town uh, from Ohio that I went to high school with and he was over the other night. So it was good to catch up with him. Um, What's he do? Yeah, uh, he's in school right now. He's going. Um, What's he going to be? Um, he's doing like a lot of research in like, uh, I believe it's like psych. Anyway. Psych. That's awesome. Psych. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. But, but he lives in Ohio. So it's like, I hate Ohio. Yeah, Why I want to go visit him. I just don't like Ohio. Why? I really don't. What, what is hard? What have is you been to the Have you been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I have not. <gasps> oh, let's I do love that. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I just put don't that, like put Ohio. Up, put that on the Harley Awesome bucket list. Okay, let's do it. My heart is in Ohio. Just uh, nice. Ohio is very boring to drive through. First of all, fucking music okay. reference. Huh? <laughs> he dropped the music reference there. Oh. That was awesome. That was good. Um, it's boring to drive through, and they just uh, uh, most of the interactions I've ever had with majority of people in Ohio just are not very um, favorable. Yeah. I don't I have so. I, I don't have any feelings need th- here or there about it. I know yeah. Ohio, people in Buffalo have feelings against Ohio for some reason, and and it's not it's not anything like that. Like my own, it's just my own personal experience. I spent <laughs> yeah, I a lot you. of time in Ohio, so interesting. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, cool. other than that, um, I told you the other day, and you wanted me to bring it back to this show. I've been listening through the uh, the Beastie Boys discography. Yes, from the beginning. <laughs> Look at Why? Anthony. We go. Why? Where? Why? Did... <laughs> okay, no, that's not an uncommon response because because it's so like... random as fuck, right? That's <laughs> not general. I didn't wake up today expecting to hear this. Yeah, so, so I've been going okay. through the Beastie Boys discography. Why? Why? Because I I've never actually like I've listened to Beastie Boys, but just like their couple top you know most popular songs, I've never actually deep dove into the Beastie songs Boys. songs you've right? never heard before. Yeah, like them. their albums. You know what I mean? Okay. So one of my absolute favorites. Well, the, a License to Ill is my absolute favorite album. No, I don't know, dude. Paul's Boutique is right up there with. Yeah, really. Me. Yeah, I love okay. Paul's, dude. Okay. But let me ask you. Um, had you heard the whole album License to Ill before? No, not okay. the whole album. No. There's a couple songs on there that I love, but I want to know what you thought of them. Okay. High Plains Drifter. Oh god, dude, you're you're going to be able you're going to give me names. I'm not going to be able to remember them by name, dude. Come on now. I can't. I can't. I've listened through to it once. <laughs> I'm not going to remember my name. You're not No, I'm just kidding. Oh um, man. Yeah, right, dude. Uh but no, so I've gotten through the entire discography. Oh, you went through it. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I got through the whole thing. And, and I your liked thoughts it. overall. Um, on I the Beastie it. Boys as oh, a and I love it. I love it because it's that 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 eighties hip hop dude, and that's one of the things that draws it to me. The From the early, I got, early, but then yeah. it, it evolves. It, it evolves slightly because um, in the nineties, dude, check your head comes with a a ninety. It's it's not really eighties oh, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Now there's more nineties kind yes. of feel oh, to well, their yes. hip hop there. Yeah, but even still, it's got this. Um, it's that style of hip hop that mm-hmm. I like that they yeah, bring it's to East it. Coast. Like like um, Run DMC. You know what I mean. So I like it the way it's going through the entire discography, album by album going through. And then you get into the 2000s, right? Their their post 9-11 album. Mm. And that's kind of where I was like, eh. Um, really? I get it. I get it. In hindsight, we're what? We're uh, 11 and a half years out after 9-11. All right? The album to me kind of felt like what was going on at that time. And I get it. I got nothing. Interesting. It, it's difficult, and this is going to sound... I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but it felt like... Because there was a lot of stuff pandering 9-11, trying to bolster the American, a bolster New York City. Right. Um, so it felt like it was really lending into that, which is what it was. Um, but okay. 
Right. Okay. I mean, right. but then they came back. Their album after that was, um, oh, it was an all instrumental album. After that, in the the late two thousands, was it? Yeah, two thousand seven. The mix up. I started listening to it, and it was all instrumental. So I was like, eh. So I just set it aside. You don't like the instrumental stuff. I I do, but not not. The stuff on that okay. album that I have I, I mean, I have to be in the mood for instrumental. I love their instrumental stuff. I love how they do it. Like, that. I like the instrumentals in their older stuff, but uh-huh. just that album with the... I mean, I, I can see it was good to appreciate the evolution of their sound and where they had come from, gotcha. right? And how they had come into the 2000s and the late 2000s with the way music was sounding then, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then their, their their last album, Hot Sauce Committee Part 2, I'm like, all right, I'm right back on it. <laughs> like, this is great. When did that come out? Uh, 20, what is it, 17? Was that before, that was before MCA died, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they made this album and they had, were under the impression that his cancer was still treatable. Yeah. So. Crazy. Yep. Damn, dude. So what yep. would you say? That make you a bigger fan of the Beastie Boys? Or you're just oh, still yeah, with dude. like, ah, they're all right. No, I love them. I love them even more I mean, now. Hey. Yeah. I, I've never had an urge to... I've never had an urge to just burn through the, a the Beastie Boys, dude. Uh, no, I used to be- do that no, all the time. A, be- a Beastie Boys disc. Well, see, that's what I used to I, do. I used to do that with rock and my old Oh, well, anything. Yeah. In... Um, in college, I just I started discovering a lot of music through Pandora, right? I'd put on a play mm. playlist, the Oasis playlist, right? And a song would come up by a band. I'm like, oh, this is dope. So I'd be like, all right, I'm going to get on Pirate Bay and download their entire discography, and I would listen through everything, dude. Yep. Um, and I used same. to discover so much music that same, way. Same, same. Good shit, man. You same, dude. I mean? yeah, aside from the downloading thing, yeah, I didn't do that. That never was did illegal. That. I listened um, to it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, what's going on in your week, dude? Um, what's going on in my week? Dude, I finally finished up Christmas with my families. Jesus that Christ. Has, that has That's been what brutal. the week's been. We, well, listen. <laughs> yeah. We, we had four, four Christmases fam- is brutal, bro. Four Christmases. Well, four Are you Christmases gonna when you we... have to do them outside of your typical well, no. Christmas window because that's when True. you're preparing to do it. That's right. So let me ask you something. Are nicer. you going to take our advice for next year? Did you remember what we talked about on the episode Ooh. when we said that you should be the one to host it, invite everybody all in one night? All in one night. Ooh. No, we're not going to do that next year. Why? Because you know what? Your place that you rent out, they have that little main where Building? the front office is. There's a, a room or a build a thing I'm you not, can I'm rent not, out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing Christmas there. I'm not doing Why? Christmas there. You don't want to have all four no. families together. Jesus yeah, Christ! No. <laughs> unless there is a unless there is a grandchild to bring everyone. Like, hey, we have the grandchild. We have the baby. You all are coming to us now because that's because we're not going anywhere. Unless yeah. that's the case. See, but no. What we no. had said was you host like, one family in the morning. No. You go to another family. Go to another family. You come home, and the last host family comes one to you. Night. Yeah, that's a good idea too. That's a long day, but that's a good quick. Yes, idea. but then no, this way, the last one at night, you're, you're at home. Yeah, they all leave. You're good. Uh, you don't got to go honestly, home. No, you'd rather do it for two weeks. I'd rather do it a week. Okay, it got okay. pushed. It got pushed out because my dad got COVID, yeah. which is so it should have been wrapped up last week. Gotcha. It did get pushed an extra week because of that stuff, but we finally wrapped everything up. And Jesus Christ, <laughs> did you <laughs> continue to you. listen to Christmas music this week? Then to no. be in the mood, nobody played Christmas music when you gave presents or anything. Nope. Anybody still really? have their tree up when you you went yes. to visit? I still got really, mine up. Did? I gotta go take it. Oh, down my dad! Today. My dad had the tree up yesterday. We live tree, tree or up. fake? Fake. We haven't had a live tree in cool. years. Cool. Music wise, your week. What are you listening to? Would you listen this, to anything? This have you been week, li- aside from Little Master Master Wade? What, aside what from Little Keep Stranger, Stranger, who is that? Um, Master what? I've been just Little Master Bader. Master, what's his name? Master Stranger. Little Master. Little Stranger. Little Stranger. Little Master. 
Why is that song in your head? Where were you? What Amber, party were you at? No, Amber likes it. Oh, so she oh. was playing, and it's just been stuck in my head. Who controls the music at the house? Like when music's playing, is it your choice what we're playing, 50/50. or is it Amber? It's fifty-fifty. Is it? Mm-hmm. Car. It is usually whoever drives. Okay. Control the car. It gets control of the radio. Okay. Um, Have you ever been driving and not being control of the radio? Yes. <laughs> Vice vice versa though as well. And that's why. Okay, I get you. So so it all depends. But around the house usually it's I'm gonna cut out the vice versa so all it says is yes. <laughs> is it been... still jacked up from DJing? When was the last time you did a DJ gig? Um it's been a few but it's been a few weeks. because uh, of the months. holiday? Uh yeah, no, the the Christmas stuff didn't mess it up. Do that you typically much. put on a playlist that you find or do you just like pick an artist and then play their radio? I've been doing both recently. Gotcha. Usually it would just be like a specific album. Like when we, this uh, year, whenever we've been driving from Rochester back forth, I've been trying to like, you know, hit full albums. So, so what do you listen to? So I've been doing um, this week. My Country, list? right? Um, let's see what my, what are my current likes? Country rap, but no, no, they're no, all white. <laughs> recently played. Recently played. How yeah, go I, to recently played. So hold on. Recently played. Janet Jackson. Recently, okay. Um, Lesson Jake. Okay. Hamilton soundtrack. Don't skip stuff. Go in order. The Muppets he's Hamilton skipping stuff. soundtrack. Look at, he's skipping stuff. Look at him. You're not allowed you to gotta skip. You got to go in order, bro. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Look at that face. Go. Okay. Do it. You're going to hear it. A little Stranger. Uh-huh. Less Than Jake. Uh-huh. Digimon soundtrack. Okay. Okay. Our podcast. Okay. okay. Manny Blue. Wait. What would you say? A podcast? Our podcast. Our, Our podcast. podcast. Okay, good. Good, Manny good. Blue. Hamilton. What? Manny Blue? Yeah. Country. What's that? Okay. Um... Playlist for just songs to sing in the shower. So just you know, just want to hit some. I just want some hits. Because you were listening to it in the shower. Yeah, no. he wanted to no, dance. I want, and no, sing I want. In the I want to sing along songs. <laughs> no, I want, okay. I want Little masturbator in the shower. <laughs> uh, Karis, there's this new band I found. Actually, new band I found uh, yesterday is called uh, As December Falls. Okay, They're fucking cool. A little hardcore. Really? From where? Um, Do you know? I don't, don't know. December Falls, uh, New York. So that's basically what you've been listening to is yeah. just kind of streaming stuff on Spotify. Yeah, just streaming this stuff back and forth, different playlists, nothing too in particular. Cool. But, yeah. Cool, cool. My week um, took me a long time to recover from New Year's. Yeah. Really? When we talked the next day, I was hurting. The last episode, when yeah. you hear me and listen to me, I was hurting. Uh, a couple days after that, I was not feeling right. But by Wednesday, like... My stomach, I could tell my stomach wasn't doing well. Yeah. Thursday, it wasn't good at all. I was just like, oh, Friday, I was like, it was- Here's the thing, though. Not good. And when I say that, it wasn't like I was running to the bathroom all the time. That was the problem. I couldn't. And I was in pain. I was in so oh, much man. pain, dude. Did I could get, barely like, walk. Like bubbling in your stomach and like- But like painful bubbles. Like gas. It's almost see, like gas and, and it wouldn't go away. I don't know if sometimes. it was New Year's because after you started saying that and we started talking like and seeing each other back at work, my stomach started getting a little bit like that too. So you got me sick then. So I don't know if you had like something that you oh, gave to me when we were macking versa? on New Year's Eve. I don't know, bro. You know? You son of but, a bitch. And, <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't there New Year's Eve either, and I didn't. Get no, there. so I don't know because my stomach started getting messed up for a few days too. I wonder if it was so, something from the office. I wonder. Did we eat any? Oh, Erica brought those some food. Cookies? Did you eat those I cookies? Ate a cookie. Didn't you guys? I wonder have, if it was something in those cookies. I wonder. You guys had a Christmas party at work, didn't you? No, oh, that was that's before that. Way before. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, my um yeah, my stomach wasn't doing too well. What are you gonna do though? Yeah, I'm still gonna go back on Monday I'll and have tell a cookie. You, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Friday Friday was pretty horrible, but then yesterday was Saturday and after so I took some medicine Friday. Mm-hmm. Good. And um 
it put me out too. So like, I, I really feel like I was sick cause I, I slept a lot Friday and, hmm. and so Saturday I finally got a good night's sleep. Saturday I woke up and I was like, man, I feel back to normal again. Good. And I, fe- and that was like, for me, it was like, whew, because my big thing for this week was that we were going to go see keep flying in Rochester. Yeah. 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 And that's well, what the fuck we did. So that's what I did with my motherfucking week. I entered it watching keep flying my first show of the year. Yes. Yeah. And it was good to see them again, dude. It was good Hell to yeah. get out and see a show. Cause I've gone to a couple now in the last couple weeks. Um, but it was good to be back with somebody who's familiar that I'm familiar yeah. with, and I yeah. know the routine, and I know the show. Yeah, so. and you know it's the energy still, they're bringing, yes. and you f- know what it feels like. You know the show, but it's always different and new each time. And I'm learning more and more of the words every show because the venue's always different, right? Yep. And so, like they, and it's funny because there are a bigger band. So when you see a venue where the the stage starts Super to get smaller, tiny, you yeah. start going, <laughs> "How are they going to do this?" And did it work last night or what? John yeah, got was smart immediately. He's like, "Nope, we're doing this. We're taking we it to stage. the floor." Dude, how awesome was that? That's great. Can I say they're going to have to do that, dude, if they wanted to move around? It was a fucking awesome he was awesome stuck. He, he got stuck back in the corner. Henry was blocking him in, and he's like... Yeah, Henry he's moved his there. shit over, <laughs> and he started singing. I was like, yo, you just blocked him in. <laughs> oh, the the good, energy though. is 110%. My ears are still high, high level. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all go nonsense. Yeah, I will tell anybody right now, if, you, if you've if you never heard Keep Flying, go check them out uh, on Spotify, Bandcamp. They're all over the place. And when you check them out and you like them, support. Buy their shit because, yes. oh, they my God. They have some cool merch. The music's great, right? The music is great. Their very last album, the last EV, EP, Survival, was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they put out that Reimagining Revival, which was yep. awesome. I loved. But, yeah, go check it out. And, um, yeah. You know, what I th- you know what I think I like? most about their shows is it doesn't like Anthony said it's non-stop yeah, like a lot it. of bands they'll Definitely. stop in between their songs they just go from one to the other right into each other yeah. the entire time yeah I so love it so it's, it's just this They're, non-stop fucking party I feel like they play more songs than any band I've ever seen during their like they take 30 minutes and they yeah they, they give you 30 minutes of music Boom. there's little pauses once in a while here and there but it's like, like right into the next one dude for and, the most part yeah and it's these guys are road dogs too mm-hmm. like They'll they do quick. They'll do a quick a quick run, uh, like a, a five or six shows in, in a week and a half, rest for three days, and then have another tour yep. lined up. And the, it's insane, dude. So, you know, if if somebody does go out and check these guys out and you enjoy it, I was about to say, oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you know, not only support them but go see them live because oh, it yes. is a different experience. You can yeah. listen to the music and enjoy it, but yep. when you see these guys live. Different. It's it is See, something again, else. This dude. isn't like my typical music that I listen to. So right. I'm glad I was brought into them live at Amazon yeah. Music Hall for you the record it. release. Yeah, because that that's what sold it for me. You know, yeah, it's it's what sold it for Chris. Yeah, I hadn't I never even heard of him. So here's the thing: way back in the day, Anthony used to do a vinyl podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right, Vinyl Divers, which would be awesome to read. We'll talk about rejuvenating we'll that in the future. That. But there was a band on there that we were going to go check out. Who was it? Sofa, Sofa Kings. Ki- Sofa Kings. The Sofa Kings. Okay. We had heard about this band. Anthony saw it and promoted their music on his show. And then we found out that they were playing this little place in in Buffalo, this little kind of art. It's like an almost an artist collective uh, place. Like okay. where, it's, like a, it's like a free venue. It's like a free venue. And yeah. you just it's like, like a co-op. Sugar, sugar City. That's what it's more like. It's like a, a co-op. co-op. Yes, exactly. And it had this like little wooden stage pushed against the wall. It wasn't even a stage. It was just like a little wooden platform. riser platform, <laughs> maybe this high off the ground. That's okay. about it. About the size of like yeah, that. yeah. That. Okay, not even the whole thing. Yeah, but close. So we're watching all these bands play this and that, and then Anthony goes, "Oh, 
I know these guys. Keep flying. I know these guys. They're from Abominable Killer Snowman. No, no. Um, they or were uh, Survey Says. Survey it was, Says. It was the last show, the last yes. band Henry had. Yes. Mm. He goes. I know okay. these guys. So now you take it. How do you know Survey so, Says? So I know Survey Says because back in the day, I always, I desperately wanted to be in a ska band. Okay. And I finally had a ska band. Um, what was it called? It was called the Ninety Nine Percent. Yep. Okay. And we uh, we were based out of Lockport and. Through uh, connections with my buddy Mark Miller and Ricky Coates from Keep Flying. And how now. did you know Ricky Coates? I went to school with Ricky Coates all throughout high uh, throughout high school and all at Weefield. Okay, and, and he we, played in bands. He played in a bunch of bands. I he was in Abominable Killer Snowman. He was in a oh that's that's who it was he was in a, that was his high school band. Then in college they were in uh, Lightning Kill My Parents. Then after Lightning I love the names parents, of these bands, dude. Survey says. <laughs> And I, I saw them out whenever they come through. They were so awesome. they became Survey Says before uh, no, that. No, Survey Says was um, was Henry and his brother's band. Yes. I think Pete was Pete and Survey Says. So it was Henry, think. his brother DJ, uh, who played trombone. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Pete. Pete was I in think, it. I think maybe Pete. I think maybe one of, one of the current guys was in it. Okay, but then they ended up. I, I know that they disbanded and then they kind of re, were reimagined to keep flying. Yeah. Okay. I knew keep flying was going to be at this, but I didn't realize that. I thought we were going to a different show, and when we showed up, I realized, oh shit, Keep, this flying, is Keep flying is the same show. And I'm like, fuck. And he's telling me, mm-hmm. I know this. We were parking I mean, right Hen- across the street. Henry and his brother were right up front when we walked right in. It was yeah. the first time you. And so then Anthony's just like, hey. And they looked at him, and he looked at you, and he was like, hey. Henry was like, <laughs> oh my God. And he grabbed him and started hugging him. And he's like, you look great. And then he starts talking to him for well, a while. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's Henry, Henry and his brother, they saw me back before I lost all the weight. Yeah, they knew me back when ah, I was okay. in yeah. when I was like post high school. Like I was pushing like two twenty five even. Like yeah. I was bigger. Yeah. So when he saw me, I had just trimmed down. I was down to like one seventy something. Yeah, for you, dude. So uh, so yeah, they were. So then they started talking to you for a little while, and then they're you know we're like, all right, we're gonna go in and watch. We'll and so we watched these bands. The open. That's where I heard the local band Ashford. They played it that that mm. night too, and okay. I was yeah, I, okay. I, I enjoyed them. But then Keep Flying took the stage. But before they did, right, I did notice their members. So I saw I saw Pete sitting behind the merch table for a while on his phone. Oh, no, he was trying to watch like a soccer he, game or something. It was, um, it Bull? was like a Red Bulls game. Yep. But he was wearing like these like little tiny, like tiny <laughs> shorts. shorts. Like, you <laughs> yep. know what I mean? It's like, all right, this is cool. And then I'm watching this dude walking around with these big glasses and these monster, monster earlobe uh, things, right? Gauges. These, these gauges just swinging around. I was like. I'm like, all right, I'm digging this because it, I'll tell you, when I was younger and I used to like go and, and, and hang out like this, these were my people. This mm-hmm. is my people, this crowd mm-hmm. of musicians and punks and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and artists. And so I'm like, I am in my element. This is great. And I'm thinking to myself, like, Anthony, this is cool, dude. I'm glad like, we came to this. The best part is, is that I described it more of a ska band because that's how Survey Says was. So I was waiting. So I was I'm like, like, all right, so here comes this ska heavy. band, right? Yeah. So here they come. And so... Oh, another thing I uh, I thought was cool was one of the guys, the guitarist in Ashford, broke their guitar string or so, got something fucked up, and they're like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "Does anybody have a guitar so he could finish?" And uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie, who oh, used really? to be in the band, was like, "I got you," and gave him his guitar, and I was oh, just word. like, "This is what it's about. This is yeah. cool, right?" So then they get up, and I'm like, "Look at this band! Look how many people are on this stage! This is oh, insane!" And then. Boom, they kick off. And basically, they were doing the vinyl release of their first two EPs on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Ah, so the okay. first two EPs are side one and side two of mm-hmm. a vinyl, right? And that's what they played in its entirety, the first one and second one in a row. And they're just right here in your face, floor level. And I remember just being like after the third, second song or third song, I looked at 
Anthony, I'm like, like this is I'm not in. ska. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. ain't ska. I'm no, like, this is it. Definitely not. By the time I was done, I was like, I'm buying vinyl. I'm. This you're, is you're amazing. You had t-shirt. You had vinyl. You're like, let's fucking go. On the no, way they're, out, they're, they're, they're punk. They're the, punk with horns. On the way out, I snagged the the, the poster off the little bulletin board oh, they had yeah, there. Oh yeah, hanging upstairs. I have it up yeah. in my room. They um, I was. I think Ricky said that he's he likes that they've been called ska adjacent. Ska adjacent. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't even because, like I said, I it's, had my buddy over the other night, so I was kind of introducing him because I was telling him. Mm-hmm about this because he was asking about what we've been doing so I was telling him about all the shows we went to because yeah. we went to quite a few of theirs this summer yeah. and filmed them yeah. um, so I was telling him about that I put the record on for him um, and so I was telling him about Keep Flying yeah. and, and I told him I said they describe it as punk with horns it's not ska yeah. no. and it's yeah. definitely not ska no um, <laughs> there's but a little bit of hardcore in there yeah he was listening to it he says oh this is good he says and the horns work because yeah. it's kind of like when you hear that punk with horns it's kind of like what do you, what? What do you mean yeah, it, it, the, the the horns are played like rhythm, like accents. Yeah. it's not it's not played with a melody unless yeah. it's like a lead. Yeah, like yeah, it's good. It's pretty cool. But then the energy, the, the energy show. that these guys bring ah, live, man. And last just... night was no different, dude. Yeah. They were gonna keep going. I noticed they had more songs, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I saw Pete immediately looked at John. I was like, "That's no, it. That was it. We're done." Because I'm sure he was getting the look from the guy in the, in the sound background. booth, going like, "Wrap it up." But man, what a show! It was a yeah. great way to open, especially the openers too. All openers were cool. Yeah, they I were thought, all good. Uh, dude. Face First was the the one band we saw that opened. That was the first one. I was really good, into them. I they thought were nice. they were really good. I talked to the singer. I like the Anthony. second band. The second band was pretty good. I talked to the singer Anthony of Face First, and he was saying, "I was asking him like, how long you guys been playing? Like, do you guys have albums? Mm. They have a single coming out, or they only have a single, an album they're going to try to start working on. Oh, They've man. only been, a, they were a three piece starting in March of last year." The current Jeez. lineup we saw last night had only been playing together since September. Wow. Yeah. So it Whoa. felt like they'd been together for a while. I was Wild, like, dude, yeah. you guys looked good. I was like, that was a good show. Uh, second band, yeah, was pretty good, dude. I liked them a lot, too. Who was the uh, Don't Panic was mm-hmm. a really good show, one, too. Yep. Don't Panic was straight up punk. I mean, yeah. that was just straight up punk, and I loved it. And then Keep Flying. Keep Flying yeah, just I mean, keep, melted, keep flace, melted flaces. Melted faces? Melted faces. Melted faces and faces. Anthony, how does the sound on, on your phone sound? I don't know. I haven't tested it out yet. You haven't? We'll do that after the show. I want to hear it. I have a 33-minute long video. I'm missing a song, I I'd think. like to see what that looks like because if you got... If I can, if I <laughs> Yo, the way you, they were interacting listen, with you, dude. If I can you, give dude, you a good video and if you can put just that, that music... Just that, this dude... <laughs> With the way he was feeling last night, I hope it was good oh footage. Oh my god, I know, dude, that too. <laughs> That's why I haven't sent it to him yet. Wait till I see it. All it's right, cool. That's funny. awesome. That's what's going on in our week. Let's see what's going on with those Buffalo Bills. Okay, we're back with Aaron. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Hello. This is a weird one because yes, the last time we talked was on Sunday mm-hmm. before the Monday night game. Yep. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of excitement, a lot of hope, a lot of This was a big game. Expectation. Very important game for oh. both parties involved. Yes. yes. But about like what kind of game we were going to get, uh what it meant to everything. Mm-hmm. And first quarter didn't even end and it didn't matter anymore. Nope. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So the sport, it was a very the sport in general didn't even matter. No, You're right, nope. right. No. So if anyone out there who's listening doesn't know and hasn't seen anything, I don't know. Maybe you just <laughs> if stay you haven't away seen from any so- bit of news Look, in the last week. I understand. Yeah. There's people who stay away from social, stay away from news, stay away from everything. Like That's all true. they do is like read books, do their own thing. You know what I mean? So good for them. 
but if they listen to podcasts and they've never heard it, and for some reason, if these smart people are listening to this show, <laughs> and this is the first time you're hearing about it, Bill's uh, secondary safety, Damar Hamlin, suffered cardiac arrest on the mm. field during the game after um, a pretty intense uh, hit to the chest. He ended up requiring CPR for almost 10 minutes. And um, they took him to the hospital. It was it was absolute. It was it was horrifying. It was so yeah, dude, scary. It makes me like I don't even want to talk about it. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. So Tuesday and Wednesday were terrible days because we didn't know what was going absolutely on. Absolutely ridiculous Tuesday because was- they took him to the hospital. He was intubated. Critical a lot, a lot. Guys were all. We you know, all the guys were just. It, they called the game. They were just like, listen, we can't play the game. Well, they called the game. The guys came back that night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of them. All of them. The coaches, the coaches met on field and decided to go back to the locker rooms. And after more talking, they decided, you know, we're not playing the game tonight. NFL said, obviously, no, the game is going to be postponed. It would later come out that they're not going to keep, they're not going to play the game, mm-hmm. uh, that it would be a canceled game, be a forfeited game. But that's the thing. The first couple of days, it didn't matter. The first couple of days, everybody just thought, what's going on with this kid? Is yeah. he going to be okay? Everybody in the league, everybody mm-hmm. everybody like, in the country, sports world, fan or yeah. not. Yeah. Outpouring, outpouring of support and love for him on social media and, and the media. But again, everybody was just kind of up in the air because he was in a forced sedation. They needed mm-hmm. him to be sedated while he was, the machines helped him breathe, um, tried to get his his vitals and everything back to normal. And then, was it Wednesday? Thursday morning is when we got the news. that Thursday night, morning. He yeah. had woken up. He woke up. The doctor said that he was neurologically intact, which was great, which means he knew what was going on. And he was able to communicate by writing. So everybody, like, it was great. They, mm-hmm. So far, this is looking, this is what we mm-hmm. needed to see. And it was awesome. And the fact that he was writing, that's like fine motor skills. So already yeah. you're pretty sure he's neurologically And understanding what you're writing. Yeah, yeah. see, and that's, yeah. Yeah. that was my concern was, was he going to be neurologically okay? Haven't been yeah. been resuscitated yeah. for nearly 10 minutes, you know what I mean? That's, I mean, that's big, like, at five minutes when you're... It, Typically, it, it, yeah. You start to look back, um, though. How do you come back from this? But because he had oxygen, because he was getting... Oxygen. He was getting yeah. the CPR the immediately. Yeah. 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 Well, and there's and there's a way, and and I actually taught was talking to a doctor recently, and he kind of broke it down. There's a way you do it, like you cool the body down, slowly bring the body temperature back up, mm-hmm. so you're shutting down the neural system. It's not starting to and, shut down and die. Interesting. You know. And that was a question that they asked on the Zoom. The the great doctors there at University of Cincinnati Medical Center did an hour long press conference, and that was one of the questions whether they did that cool his body down, and they said yes. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So that's the thing. Um. With with that, we had him wake up, and it mm-hmm. was like that's what everybody kind of needed. Everybody was able to kind of breathe again, and yeah. then it felt like everything started moving forward again. Now you could start talking about like, okay, so yeah, what does this mean? And... Like, what's going to happen? And that's when the NFL decided. Now, they were now we're do. back to the game. The right. game matters again. Uh, but we're everybody's still thinking of Demar. Oh, absolutely. And then he's like yeah, at yeah, the yeah, forefront yeah. of it all. Yeah, but now we're getting back to business as usual. Mm-hmm. You know, Thursday, even better signs, right? Yep. Later on, the tube got removed, was it? That was Friday. We found oh, okay. out Friday morning. It got, happened Thursday overnight. He started yeah. breathing on his own completely. But and on Thursday, then, he was on social media already. Yeah. He was jumping on social media. Did he have the... He didn't interact with the, the, the boys yet, did he? It was Friday that he did. Right. Friday is the one when they have the Zoom call with him. I think yeah. he had been talking to him that may, maybe individually or something. Yeah, through text, Friday. He was through... on the team meeting and they put him on a big, you know, big projector screen. And... Yeah. Good. And he FaceTimed them and... <laughs> Like the first you thing can't... he did was flex. Yep. And <laughs> and it's awesome because it's like Monday, you didn't know if this kid was going to die. And Friday, everything seems like it's going to be okay now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now we have to really 
think about this game because as far as he was concerned and, and one of the stories that came out uh josh allen was saying during a press conference was his dad came and talked to the team and was like don't lose focus he want he's gonna want you to keep going like you guys have to you guys have to go play well, well what was the first thing he asked when he woke up who won did we game? win he said did, did we, we win, win? No. i said no dude you won you yeah. won the game of life yeah, yeah. So that's all he's concerned about is the game, man. Even, so, even when he wakes up and finds out he almost died, he's like, okay, well, how'd yeah. the game go? Are the boys okay? Right. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. And it's awesome kind of just to see humanity come through finally. Yep. But now it's the game. Now we got to talk about the game and what this means. So now the NFL decided that this game was going to be a forfeit. Unfortunately, the Bengals. Not a forfeit. No contest. Oh, no contest. I'm sorry. Uh, Both Bengals and the Bills are going to have one less game Game. on their record. So that does screw up what seeding looks like with the Chiefs uh, having just one. So the Chiefs are number one seed uh, uh, currently in the AFC. There's nothing that can change that. They are number one seed. Yeah. So now it all comes down to whether we win or lose, where that puts us whether we're playing how we're going to play this right so Mm -hmm. if we so this i don't know all the mechanics here there's so many ifs if this happens yeah that's why we bring you in aaron because typically you know what's going on here and um you can tell us what's happening it's confusing anyways to figure that out but added to the fact that Bengals and bills have one less game and they had to change some rules for that which pissed off fan bases of all four teams it affects then it is even more confusing because now, yes, Chiefs got the number one seed. However, because Bengals and Bills have one less game, that means that if Chiefs would normally host the AFC championship game, and I'm going to screw this up, but I just know it for us. If we end up at the championship game against the Chiefs, it's going to be played at a neutral site instead of at Arrowhead. Right. Which is I think that also applies if Bengals end up at the end, but I'm not sure. I don't care about Bengals so much. (laughs) Right. That's uh that's probably the best case scenario, to be honest. And that's what's uh, that's supposed to happen. So like they they said, you know, and I think that's gonna be a discussion moving forward, is it? Or was it just for this thing? Because I I saw something about that. If they're smart, they're gonna start a contingency plan for this scenario in case it ever happens again. I mean that's the bit that was my biggest question when all this kicked in, is that like We've never had anything like this happen. Anything on this on this scale, this close to playoffs. How do you? How do we react? Yeah, and all the repercussions coming from mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and it is. It's going to affect things. So yeah, if that's the deal, the Chiefs won. They're they're the number one seed. And technically, when it comes to the AFC Championship, you know, when they when it comes down to it, being number one seed, if they're in there, they get it. They get the they get the um. Uh, what the, what am I trying to say? They get they get the home home field. Oh yeah 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 yeah. They get home field advantage. Now, because of this situation, right? Mm-hmm. If we'd had the game played, we'd have a different scenario. That might not have been the case. So they're mm-hmm. saying they don't they can't give the Chiefs the advantage here if the Bills win or if the Bengals win and yeah. end up yeah. facing them. So the because Bengals the Bengals the Bills, very well could have had a potential to sweep into first place in AFC too. Right. They really so, did. So if the Bengals and the and the and the Chiefs is the Bengals win also, it would be neutral. I believe it's if they win also, it's neutral, right? I think so. They needed the Chiefs right. to lose to be number one seed, and Chiefs never lost, so they wouldn't have been number one. Seed. And what we're talking about is winning or losing the last game today. Last game or last week, yeah. Right of the last week, and yeah. that being yeah. uh, we're playing the Patriots. Patriots came into town facing Ooh. Bill Pel- Bill Pelichek, Bill Belichick's uh, Patriots. How's okay? So with everything going on, Aaron, and then I know you watch a lot of this. You know a lot of this. You know you've you've seen a lot of the news. You've heard a lot of the the reporting. What is your feeling? Do you truly think these guys are going to be able to play today, having what two somewhat kind of days of practice? Right, right. Um, there is absolutely mental... no, there's absolutely no way of knowing. 
like they sound like Josh said in the press conference, are you ready to play? He says, I do. I think we're ready to play. But I mean, they, I think they feel ready for sure, but you don't know. You get back on the field and they have a flashback. Like who who knows? I mean, it seems like they'll come out and destroy the Patriots. I definitely get that impression for DeMar and all that. Like there's this feeling that it's that kind of almost like a movie, right? Almost like a movie where he's like, Go get them right. for me, boys. <laughs> That's what I was and they go this out is... there, run it, and then it's like, dun, 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 dun. and at first it looks like, oh god, they're not doing good. It's really mm-hmm. fucking with them, right? And then they go in for halftime, and oh. coach is like, "Listen, boys, just remember." And he gives them this speech, and the music starts building. You hear this music building in the background, and then Josh stands up and gives his speech, and then they go all out there, and then the whole second half is just ball, ball, ball. We're gonna win the they, game. Go get one for if the. If this gipper. was the movie, they win the Lombardi. Because Here's all I'm going to say. Let's reclaim the uh, the greatest comeback gap. <laughs> no, do I today. don't want to get down that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Bills are down 58 it's to like, zero. It's like There's they no way they're them. coming back. We come back like, and win 61 to 58. <laughs> and not only the mental thing, we have to remember, DeMar already was our second string safety. I know. That's like, the yeah. thing. He, when he stepped up after Micah went out. So yeah. we're really lacking there. And I don't know who they'll start there, Jaquan Johnson or maybe Dean Marlowe. Like, I don't know who they'll start there, but whoever it is, it's not. Who do we know. have? Who are we threatened by in the air uh, for for the Patriots? Who do they have for their receivers? Jacoby Myers. Paul guys. They have that defense guy. He's the only one that scored on us last time. They used that defender guy and he did. Oh, great. yeah, like yeah. Their best, their best offensive <laughs> weapon is a defense guy. Like, it makes well, see, and here's the fun. thing. Yeah, the Patriots are like the Patriots on a good year. Are, are a good team, right? They're they're a halfway decent team now that Brady's gone. But when their team's in shambles on the administrative side, it's kind of like, eh, do I really even consider them really a threat anymore? They can't even manage themselves, you know? Hmm. That's how it seems. We will see what happens. I have no idea what will happen here. It's going to be interesting, but it has been a very, very kind of intense, emotionally draining week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice I to be on the so- other side of it now, mm-hmm. finally. I still wanted Casey to lose yesterday so that we could have one season, yeah. we could have a bye because our boys just need to rest. Like this was, yeah. even though they didn't really play a game last week, their emotions and just yeah. the stress of it all. Is maybe, so yeah, but it might not be. Maybe it's a good thing they don't get to rest. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, just maybe. like, all right, we're gonna we got to ride this wave all the way through going. the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah we got to. They got. They literally got to ride this you wave. Get to rest man. after you win the the Super Bowl. Like that's when you. That's when you rest. So this game today, we're win- we're playing for the second or third seed. Patriots are playing to win in to get into the playoffs, so they have something to play for for sure. Yeah. See, that's win- what I'm saying. Like winning in for them, and for us, it's two or three seed. And if we get the two seed, that means we host next week's game automatically. We play the the seven seed. Who who the hell knows who that's going to be? Yeah, Patriots. So, it could oh, be the wait, Patriots. It couldn't be. They still can get in if a whole bunch of other shit happens, oh, even if okay. we beat them. So okay. it can be the Patriots, the Steelers, the, or the Dolphins, I believe, are the three oh. options. Oh, bring the Dolphins. I don't know that I want to wish to get with the Dolphins, though. That's the thing. I don't know if I want to deal with them because even though we know we can destroy them or beat them, uh, they give us don't like their ass sometimes. I know. And I don't want to deal with McDaniels, man. I can't stand him. Like, I respect him, but I just, just, um, I don't know, man. He's got this, he's got this arrogance about him. I know. And I get it, but like, because he's trying to prove himself and he's just a little cocky fucking twat he (laughs) really is like i hate the kids i really do like when he came out and he said oh yeah i feel bad blah 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 for damar hamlin i'm like i really don't believe you dude because you didn't care that your quarterback got scrambled brain just stuck him out there kept went down again took him out and now look he's got a concussion again well we can't say and there's no 
There's no news about that. We can't <laughs> say know. that he didn't care, right? Because he's got to go with what his players telling him too. And if it's tell, and yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, but would our coach have, have let that happen? Who knows? But uh, yeah, dude. No, I don't, I don't, no, 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 not with the, not with no. the, not with the sign Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. That ain't happening. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. It was it's it was a crazy, crazy week. It's hard. Not that it's hard to get into like, all right, it's football today, but I feel very apprehensive. Today, well, yeah, got, yeah. Well, it's because you boys didn't tension. watch it yesterday. Well, and that's well, I um I thought there was a game at one o'clock yesterday. So I'm like, all right, and I went out, I'm like, what the fuck's the football game? <laughs> so it didn't come out until 4 30, so I obviously didn't see it, but that was one of the things on my mind. I'm like, okay, what's the atmosphere going to be like today? For these I watched a little bit of it. I watched a little bit of the of the Chiefs game. Um, and there was at first, just that first play, there's this mm-hmm. kind of like, and then it's just everything's back to normal. People yeah. are hitting, tackling. It's it's, it's a football game. And, yeah. Yeah. and then you start to kind of realize, well, things do move forward. Things are yep. always going to move forward no matter what. They have to. The world doesn't stop. Time doesn't stop. You know, yep. it just is the it's the way of of nature. So mm-hmm. um it was a little apprehensive, but I feel like today is gonna be a little bit more intense with yeah. all the stuff for the Bills, with all the stuff for DeMar. Oh my god, um, they were already showing things outside the stadium, the like stadium. The big light up signs. I don't know. And... I don't even know if that structure is gonna hold today. We might end up crushing do like like no. there might be crumbling stadium. Yeah, the Ralph's coming to the ground. Are they gonna say. storm the field? Are they gonna storm the field today? I don't know, man. It's the gonna storm the pitch. I saw so many tweets of like, well, we're getting the stadium a year earlier because this structure is not going to stand today. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's going to be crazy. If they put DeMar up on the Jumbotron, which I truly believe he's going to do a message before the game, those fans are going to go insane. Yeah. So again, he's on social again. He's back Mm -hmm. on social. He put a post out about thanking everybody for the love and all that stuff. It's really, really nice. You guys should read it if you haven't. Uh, But in his stories also, there's all these different stories and things. And one of them, or maybe it was the one from the Bills. I don't know. But it showed him FaceTime and people no, it yeah. Was him. yeah and, him and he's Jackson laying in the, a, a little picture a, a little picture of him <laughs> there his selfie in there but he's, you can see he's laying in the up. bed smiling away man and it was awesome Good. so I, I you know what i hope he does record a message because that will. that's gonna just this I don't even know, dude. That's gonna the, the whole place is gonna come down. See and that's what's so yeah. good about the Buffalo fan base. Hell yeah. Man it's it's Yes, we're here for a team we're here for some fucking football but at the end of the day we're the city of good neighbors. It's a family dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what Deion Dawkins was talking about. Like people ask why we want to play in Buffalo. This is why Brandon Bean and the medical staff stayed there with him in Cincinnati until Wednesday. Like, yeah, the general manager stayed the there. GM dude yeah. stayed at the hospital. It's and the then, culture. Like, it's the culture yeah. here. Even Buffalo's- if we never win a Super Bowl. It'll be nice to know that we had probably one of the best cultures I have ever seen in the NFL. I yep. agree. And, and we were able to lift this. Over eight million right now. Oh my god! Twelve hundred. He wanted to put together a charity to raise money to give children toys for Christmas, mm-hmm. and his goal was to raise twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars. That's all. And it's that eight million. Wow. Eight point something million. It's two hundred and forty-one thousand different donators. Like people wow. donated. That's Did awesome. you guys see that wrestler Chris Jericho donated, donated five thousand mm-hmm. dollars? Then realized he spelled his name wrong on it, so he donated another five thousand so he could fix the spelling of his name. <laughs> I love. Now that. I don't know if he. I don't know. It makes me feel like maybe he did something like that on purpose, purpose. But Gronk donated a good 6, dude. There were a lot of people 6, donating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of That's course. That's such a grunt thing to do. <laughs> oh my god. Good for No, him. it's it is. It's a it's it it's turning into a feel good story. What could have been like a super Very bad tragedy. Horrible. Yeah. Turned into a real feel good story. And now I want to see it turn into a movie. I want it because I I, I want us Christmas. to win the Super Bowl. 
We have to win the Super Bowl. If we win the Super Bowl, it feel it would feel like it would feel well, like we are living in a simulation because someone's writing this story. Here's the this thing. is crazy. No, just, but, just because... but no, no. If we were living in a simulation, Chiefs would have lost yesterday and we still had number one seed. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. That's, 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 that's it's got to be the underdog comeback. It's got to go. No, stress no, is the underdog comeback. Go home to have to play a play doesn't matter. in Buffalo. It doesn't matter because the whole point is we're supposed to play the Chiefs for the AFC Championship where they're considered the home team so we can beat them and go to the Super Bowl. That's um, how it's going to play out. I don't buy it. Don't buy but with it. everything Buffalo's been through, just Buffalo in general, the whole last year. Yeah. Now John insane. Murphy had a stroke. Yes. Yeah. That too, man. Oh my God. Oh, so man. yeah, this, we got to do it this year. This is it. Today's going to be an interesting day. Mm-hmm. Interesting game. It'll well, be interesting. We'll see. we'll see what we're talking about next week. Well, yeah, we'll see how they come out and play. And then I'll let you know if I think that the movie thing is going to happen or not. And also who <laughs> plays next week. Cause gotcha. they come out looking all rough then. Nope. No movie. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, well, Aaron, again, it's been a very long week, but it's it's good to talk to you today in this environment, knowing that things are going to be a little bit better. Yeah. Yes. I agree. So, Definitely could have been a different conversation we were having right yeah. now. Until next week, hopefully it's all good. I mean, we're going to be in, in, in higher spirits next week. Uh, next but until then, go playoffs, Bills. Baby. Yeah. Go Bills. Next, wait, playoffs start next week? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Bye. All right, that's what's going on with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode, so we're going to skip what's going on in the world. Oh, we're just okay, going to skip okay. that. Music news. You know what I was going to bring for music news was the thing with the Foo Fighters where they said they were going to start. Oh, you know, continue there's going to be some plans be coming. Band, yeah. yeah, they're going to be, you know, yeah, we'll see what happens. I was going to say uh, about Celine Dion and I, uh, how she didn't make that list for Rolling Stone's top 200. So oh, all her people were protesting outside of... Uh, that's, uh, Rolling Stone building. That's oh, kind of interesting. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I found something cool on how uh, Metaverse and virtual concerts mm. are going to be in the AI. I don't want to hear it. Good thing we're skipping it. Yeah, let's skip the news <laughs> this week. We're going to talk about our next segment, which is check this out. Instead of what we're streaming on on TV or what games we're playing, we're talking about our three albums that we loved in 2022. Yes. Okay. Three albums we loved in 2022. Uh, Anthony, give us the first. Uh, all right. So the first one that I, I'll tell you, I listened to on regular in 2022 was New Country Artist. I found, I mentioned mentioned before, I'll say it again, Manny Blue. He has a new, uh, ooh, like it's new. It came out in 2021, but I listened to it last year. It's his EP, uh, Devil. Okay. Song Train On is pretty badass. Rusty Things is, is pretty nice. Uh song circles really good i prefer some of his other singles but it's a good album and yeah nice good got me good top it is top five percent or whatever of listeners at the very end of the spotify oh it's your spotify thing so yeah i can't really comment on it i don't listen to it it's not your guys thing but you guys (laughs) were like it's okay i was like you know what it put me in that i'm like i I like all the songs on it this is what's wrong with that yeah nothing's wrong with you don't have to defend it no one's no one's coming at you my bro i'm gonna defend it What's coming at you, my bro? Coming at me. Well, uh, um, Jim, what about you, dude? All right. So first things first, I got a couple things I want to say. I just want to thank everybody who's put out an album in 2022 to help. Uh, okay, I'm fucking. Um, but no, the uh, honorable mentions. I could have said Taylor Swift Midnight's because um, that came out last year. I could have said the new Band of Horses album. Um, you can. Things are great because that was another great album. An album you didn't listen to yet, Chris. It's okay. uh, is Eddie Vedder's new album. It's okay. Earthling. But my third album is actually two albums because it was what? originally intentioned oh, to be cheating. one. No, it's okay. Not. Red Hot Chili Peppers released two new albums last year. Oh, okay. 
Really? Uh, yes. Unlimited Love and Return of the Dream Canteen. Nice. And both of these albums, uh, they were, from what I read, they were supposed to, and they were trying to record like 50 songs, and they were going to cut it down to about 40 songs for one album, right? And they were going to put out this like seven disc album, okay? But the record studio was like, no, nah, you're not doing that. Um, so they ended up putting out two albums with a bunch of these songs. And it's exactly what you would expect from the Chili Peppers. And that's why I love it. Because their, their, their album before that came out, and I had listened to it. And it was like, eh. And I think I, I, think I should go back and listen to it now. Um, because I've only listened to it that one time when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm a different person in a different place. Everything's gotcha. different now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a discography to go I, through. I yeah. loved the oh, Chili Peppers in high school. I used to listen to them all. Listen, the time. listen to listen to the two new ones. They're two new great, ones for dude. real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Limited Love true. I like the most out of the two. But is Frushan um how do I pronounce John Frushanti? Is he is he back with them? I believe so. Oh, I don't know. See how the new don't ones. ask me who I believe he is. Okay. Yeah. All right. I liked his playing. I did not like his stuff. I did not like their stuff when he was gone. So I'll give it a try. And that may be what it was. Maybe he is back hmm. and that's why. But nice. Check it out. It was like their new Stadium Arcadium 2.0. Whoa, Anthony, what'd you do to your voice? How'd you do that? What? I don't know. You sound completely different than you did just moments ago. Wait, did I really? That's, that's stop. What the heck, Jim? You're you sound different too. What do you mean we sound different? What do you mean we sound different? <laughs> what do you mean know. we sound different, Chris? Well, it sounds like you guys are calling in through Zoom and we're not in the studio right now. What the fuck? What happened? Right in the middle of an episode? The hell happened? So, <laughs> told you it's hardly awesome, right? <laughs> well, feel, what happened like is... this place like 12 hours. <laughs> well, what happened is, as people listen to this episode, they heard us talking about us recording on Sunday earlier mm-hmm. in the episode. And what happened was we had to get home in time to watch the Bills game and our recording was going long. So we said, you know what? Let's just pause yeah. it and finish it on Monday. And uh, what a goddamn Bills Dude, game. This is the first all. time Bills in one ass. episode... That we have talking. talked about, <laughs> that we are, we talked about anticipating the game, and then now Finishing we live the game. Reactions. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. I don't want to get ass. Yes, it did kick ass. I don't want to get too far into it because we're gonna yeah, end we'll up talk talking about, about it next it. time. Yeah, we'll talk about it with with uh, with Aaron. Anyway, all right, guys, let's get back into this. So it's my turn to pick for my uh, my albums of 2022. So 2022 for me was a big band camp year. I did a okay. lot of music discovery on Bandcamp, purchasing a lot of stuff on Bandcamp, and I'll attribute mm-hmm. it to not my podcast, my old po- Bandcamp podcast, because that's on hiatus. But um, Trev, Trev Allen of the Struggling Artist Podcast has this once a month show where we do a roundtable discussion of Bandcamp uh, artists and bands. And so through that show, I did. I've I've found a lot of music that was suggested to me, and and uh, see, and here's and here's the thing. I feel like this is going to be a hell of a lot easier. Well, maybe not. Might be actually harder for you because you have listened to an awful lot of new music in the last year, dude. Yeah, I have. So, do you, do you mean do you mean harder or easier because you have so much more to choose from, or so much more now that you've just been exposed to make it easier? Well, yes. I meant harder because he's got so much more that he's got to comb through. You know what I mean? And try and remember back to and pick from. And Not really. My, again, no. I open up Bandcamp and there they are. Boom. Oh, it's nice. There. <laughs> there you go. So here's right. the other thing, right? Um, on that, on the last episode of the Struggling Artist Podcast, which came out uh, on Monday today, mm-hmm. uh, we talk about albums of 2022. So I I decided I, I didn't want to cover the same ones I covered on that episode. I wanted to cover gotcha. different. Okay. Ones, okay. Right. Okay. 
So um, one of them for me was a local artist. And I hope I say her last name right because I don't want to mess it up. But her name is Maya Lamachia. Lamachia. Okay. And I came across so for the one when anytime I go on Bandcamp, the when I'm going to search for anything to listen to or see if I can't find something new, the first thing I do is go local. I go to Buffalo and just see what's out there, see if there's anything new that's been posted, see if I can discover some more, uh, you know, new local talent or or stuff I hadn't heard locally already. Um, and I came across hers one time, and I was like this is awesome. You know, she's got, she has a style of play. She plays piano. Right. And I don't know. So I'm not a piano player. I've never played piano, but I don't, I'm not sure like the technical terms of what happens when you click, hold the pedals down. But I know that like mm, certain okay. pedals give it more of a, yeah, a sustain or, or like this almost like cavernous sound. And okay. some of them have a little bit more of a muted sound. Some of them, you could stop the, mm-hmm. the, the, the chord from playing too long. See, I yeah, never knew the, what the what the what the pedals were for on a piano. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I've always seen them down there, but I never knew like you usually you have a, you usually have a um a mute. There's a uh there's a Fast sustain forward, and then rewind. Oh, <laughs> um, no, there's a sustain and a mute, and I think that there is a muted one where it plays out, but it's almost like a softer. That gotcha. one I'm not sure about, but I know there's a I yeah I've bullshit enough piano, and I've done enough <laughs> chorus classes where I'm like I can I can play. Very basic. I probably could beat the average middle schooler at piano. And he like, beat, and he bullshitted <laughs> us because we thought he knew what he was talking about. Um, <laughs> no, seriously though. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, her music though, though, like the the sound of the piano, it's got this like cavernous sound, and she's got this her her style of writing and singing. I don't know, man. It's not. It it has a, a, a retro feel. It really does. Okay. But modern, if it makes sense. Um, very melodic, very, very, it's, it's awesome. I like it. It's, 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 it makes, it's, it's a kind of music that as soon as I hear it, even though some of those songs sound, maybe like they're sad or, or kind of somber at times, it makes you happy. If it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I can get that. I can see it's, that. It's absolutely gorgeous. But anyway, the name of the, uh, the album is called bloom by Maya Lamachia, dude. It's, it's great. Okay. There's 11 tracks on it came out September of this year. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, boom, follow, boom, purchase, boom, purchase. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Word. See, that's one thing, not that I really use Bandcamp, but that's one of the things I like about it is that you can just get on there and look for local artists because mm-hmm. a lot of times local artists tend to get majorly, majorly overlooked. Well, especially like we go out to a lot of shows. So if there's not somebody in town that we know or somebody you know that's um, a name that we would recognize... It's good to be able to, oh, well, I've heard of this person. Let's go check this person out. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, that's what I was doing when I was uh, doing my band camp show is I always wanted to feature a local as well. Mm-hmm. And from that, I started, you know, it, it's giving it, I definitely would need to get out more and see more of the local stuff, regardless of like whether or not there's a band in town. I know, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's definitely, as of 2023, that's definitely on the horizon. Yeah. Anthony, what's good. up for your next one? All right. For my next one, don't hate me. But it's a compilation album, and it is the Guardians Christmas album. <laughs> I'm looking ah. at you for that, dude. I will say the Guardians of the Galaxy have phenomenal soundtracks, and this Christmas one just completely took me by surprise. The entire special was just hit after hit, and they weren't just straight covers. They were originals. And I listened to a lot of playlists last year, but for albums, I would 
you know, throughout the month of December. I did throw that on solo a few times. So I feel like that gets the recognition into my top albums of 2022. So it wasn't Christmas music on there, was it? Yes, it was. Was it? It wasn't all Christmas music, was it? Yes, it was. It was all Christmas oh. music, but it was all like original. Um, Kevin Bacon's on there. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. No, you got to watch it. See, I have the first two Guardians of the Galaxy album on um, on cassette when they were putting them out. So I thought it was yeah, it's just Walkman. a cool. No, I actually don't even have a cassette player. Well, I I, I do remember the one we got in Vermont. Um, not <laughs> that it works go. very good. Put on your rollerblades, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. Uh, no. my my stereo has a cassette player in it, but it's not been working. I don't mm. know what's wrong with it, so I don't have a cassette player right now. But yes, that I have sucks. those two albums on cassette. Yeah. I definitely, nice. I definitely buy those two, and I buy this one on cassette. Um, I'll say highlights from it is, is I don't know what Christmas is from the old nineteen seventy, uh, ninety. I'm sorry, the old ninety sevens. Phenomenal. Yeah, I was gonna Here ask is, like who's on it, like who's actually on. Um, it? old ninety sevens. Kevin Bacon is on it with the old ninety sevens. Little Jackie Low, the Smashing Pumpkins making an appearance. Pogues, um, Wombats. John Murphy did a lot of their background music. Silver, Three Dog Nights on here, James Gang. Oh, nice. Interesting. Um, Queen, Runaway. And you said this is from trick. the special, the Disney Plus special? Yep. This is from their, this is, this is on Spotify. This is the Guardians of the Galaxy, the official mixtape. The movie hasn't come out yet, right? The third one? Not the third one. No. No? It's coming out, though. Uh, yeah, soon. This year, okay. I think, or next year, something like that. What else you got, Jim. Jim? All right, so my second album was just released in June. I didn't even know this album came out. I was listening to a playlist on Spotify and the song came on and I was like, oh, this is cool. What's this? So I looked at it and I'm like, oh shit, I know this band. The band is Mount Joy and the album is called Orange Blood. Um, this is the band you went to go see at Ashbury Hall. Yeah. Yeah. And and I had the first time I had, the first time I was actually introduced to this band was right before COVID. I was at Lumineers concert and this was one of the bands that opened up. And that's how I got introduced to these guys. I was like, oh, these guys are really good. I went home, started listening to them after that, and I was sold. Done. They had, they had at that time, they had one album out. They had come out with a second one shortly after I had seen them the first time. And then they snuck this third one out. And I didn't, I hadn't seen anything about this. No advertisements, no nothing. Uh, but I went and I listened to it, and I was like, this is really good. It felt like a little bit tamer and calmer than their last two albums. But it was still good. It still hit the, uh, you know me, I'm into the, that indie style music. Um, yeah. It stayed true to that. I mean, when bands switch up their their sound, I'm okay with it to a certain degree. If they come out with an album that's radically different, it's it's hit or miss for me. But this one stayed pretty faithful to where they came from, what they were doing. Uh, and, and again, I was, uh, I was happy that they had come out with a new album and more music to explore. So Nice. Yes. Nice. Mount Joy, Orange Blood. Anthony, have you listened to them before? No, I've not. They're pretty good. They get the song, this cool song. It's called uh, Jesus Drives an Astro Van. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? When we're done with the show, I want to listen to the album. Go for there it. You go. My next one is uh, an all-girl group from Cardiff, UK. This, ah, I think okay. this is their debut, to be honest with you. I, I didn't see anything else online by them. The name of the band is Panic Shack. The name of the That's album cool is Baby Shack. Now, these girls got this kind of new wavy punk sound to them, but then there's a slight kind of like almost L seven nineties grunginess to them as well, but very almost like 
uh, I don't know how to explain it. Almost like poppy, but not poppy. I don't, you'd have to hear some of these songs, but I love the lyrics. Like the first, one of their first songs is called, I don't really like it. And basically they're just saying, you know, when you look at me like that, I don't really like that. When you, when you talk to me, I don't really like that. Well, you know, it, when you do this, I don't really like it. And, it, you know, don't, don't try to touch me. Don't, don't whatever. Don't smile at me. Don't ask for my number, all this kind of shit. One of them's called, it's a song called baby. And okay. the entire lyrics are all about how I don't want to hold your baby. <laughs> like, I don't like your baby kind of thing. <laughs> it's like a yeah, Seinfeld dude, episode, dude. It's a lot of fun. This It's a very fun kind of band as well. So if you're in the mood for that okay. kind of almost kind of a quirk, not quirky, I was going to say kind of like a whimsical. No, it's no? it's almost like, you know what it reminds me of? It's it's Ooh. almost like Devo, but not. Okay. Not like, like they're a punk band for sure, but they Ooh, have you that kind of 80s ish punkiness to it. You'll see. You'll it, listen to it, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But the name of the band is Panic Shack, and the album's Baby Shack. And it's you can't miss it, dude. It's like this hot pink. Oh, geez. Cover. Yeah, I just got it on vinyl the other day. It finally came in the oh, mail. Word. I ordered. I ordered it a while ago, but it finally came in the ma- mail, and I was loving it, dude. Word. Loving it. Antonio, got it right here. Love it. All right. You love it. You already listened to it. Yeah, Holy listen to it. Dang, that, dude, was that was fast. Quick. Jesus. You, you know what? I'll say I love it. All right. My third one. So I can't remember if we discussed this earlier on Mike, but I said a lot of my driving this uh, this last year was done uh, via trips through Rochester back and forth. So I listened to a lot of music and I really just, you know, jammed out. It's one of the albums that uh, I jammed out to a lot when I was driving and I controlled the radio. It is a day to remember's homesick. Uh, it came out in 2009. Okay. And it just brings me right back to those early nostalgic days. And yeah, that's one of my jam songs to keep me to keep me uh, hyped up when I'm driving home from Rochester, and it's like seven seven p.m. and it's getting dark out. And you're like, "Fuck, month through." So, so you've you you've heard this album before last year? Oh, fuck yeah! Ah, okay. But this, just, but this, 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 been, this has been played yeah. a lot. This one I could say, "What did I listen to in 2022?" This one I played multiple times. But uh, I mean, homesick, have faith in me. Fucking downfall of Saul. I made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? If oh, are you saying the names of the songs? Yeah, these are all just. Songs. I didn't know it's we like... were doing track listings. All right, hold on. Now I gotta pull my <laughs> other one up. Damn it! <laughs> but I mean, th- th- there's just like this is a fucking banger album, and if you haven't listened to this yet, you're like 15 years late. But go listen to it. Before we move on, what constitutes a banger for an album? I'm saying hit after hit. Not even just from you, like Jim. What would you say two. is a considered a banger? Oh God, dude, I don't even know. Does it mean like even... every song on the album has to be something that kicks? In I don't terms think you consider or is good or. I don't think the term banger is used in reference to an album. I feel like it's more used towards an individual song, individually, not overall. But no, I, mean, I was just me. I would say like a, like I'm banging my hat to every fucking song, give or take one, just for like a break. Like I'll give or take. Oh, like, it's a headbanger. Every- yeah, <laughs> fucking like you're rocking out to it. Everyone's a fucking jam, and you're fucking like you're singing, you're rocking your way through it. This is an album that just it kicks ass. I mean, there's a couple songs that are like they're not my favorite so, on so here. So it kicks then. Oh yeah, it fucking kicks ass. Like you're required or, or to have kicks. a bass drum when this, you listen. Like to this song. you wouldn't say this album kicks. Yeah, I say it kicks. Slaps? I mean, I, technically, I could say that, but I wouldn't. 
<laughs> Jim, what do you got next? What's your, All right, what's your next second one? album? I say it's Spartan um, Kicks is what it does. Spartan. Oh God, I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, so my my next album actually came out just under a year ago, January twenty first, twenty twenty two. It's by this artist named Aurora. She's Borealis. a Norwegian singer. Nah, not Borealis. She's a Norwegian singer songwriter. Uh, and this is her. What is this? Her, four, her third studio album. It's called "The Gods We Can Touch." So she, I found her through reels on Instagram, dude. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, the big song from this album is called. Um, Cure for me. Uh, that's probably the song on here that's gotten the most popularity. That if you heard it, you might you might recognize it. You probably wouldn't. From what I've seen it on reels. That's where I've seen it. Again, oh, I thought you I, meant in terms of songs. Like it was, I'd recognize it from like a commercial, from like the or, radio. Oh yeah. no, 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 Chris. Uh, the the youngins, trailers, Instagram. We'll see. No, Chris. Youngins. They watch youngins who are slave to social media. Yeah. Have you heard of this at all? But you mean you mean no. so what I'm saying though is that so it's a, a track that people use on their reels? Yes. Or just by seeing her reels? Because I've never seen an Aurora. Because I uh, trust not, me, not, not I love reels. reels. I sit on reels all day and 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 you know what I mean? In, Instagram stories, but never heard of her. Some reels you'd see it in, you know, snippets of like the music video too, because it's got this very um now this, I have to look this up because I'm like, Yeah, there's a second. dance in it. There's a dance in it. The the dancing in the music video is very um Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. No, what's it called? Aurora um there's music. a word I'm thinking of. I can't think of it. Aurora music. Unique. It's very unique. <laughs> what's the but name no, of the whole song album? that everybody knows? Cure for me. Wait, is kinda, it because you're watching these little girls do TikTok dances? That you know it? <laughs> no, dude. Bro, it's yes. all like it's exactly. all like thirteen year old, fifteen year old girls doing dances. That's that's the not only time from. you're gonna hear this song, son. <laughs> but anyway, the album's kind of more of an upbeat, poppy album. All of her music kind of is the way they break it down on Wikipedia, genre wise, is electro pop, folk pop. But the the lyrics is kind of where it kind of catches me the most because it's very like she's got these songs about like. Not one from this album, but there's one where it's called, I think it's called Running with the Wolves. She, what I gather as an individual, is a very like um, uh, free spirit type individual. So she does a lot about you know, like nature, that type of thing, uh, free spiritedness. So that's that's kind of where I'm coming at it from. But yeah, so I, I, I kind of, like I said, back in the day when I used to discover music, I'll find, oh, this is cool and interesting song. Let me listen to discography. Great. There you go. That's how I came into this. Nice. So, yeah. Uh well I lied I was gonna I said I was Uh-oh. gonna mention one that I didn't have on Trev's show but I want to mention it because it's also important to mention something else one of the other songs I did play a lot this year which I absolutely fucking loved from the moment I heard it is Michael Caine and the Morning Afters ah. broke but not broken gotcha this album rejuvenated my love for just good old fashioned rock and roll like rock and roll that has that americana to it there's mm-hmm. a, a little bit of like that punk rock attitude in there there's this little like, grit grit in there yeah exactly there's that the working man's kind of rock and roll music you know what i mean like union workers like when you listen to this music it brings you back to like bruce springsteen days or, or tom petty it, and the heartbreakers and does and, it make and, me feel like i've i've worked an eight-hour shift it's it's it well it's a it, no i wouldn't say that it's not like that it's not a work like the a working album it's a but it's an album that's full of like just 
good rock music, man. There's rock music okay. that makes you want to dance, which is not a joke. I'm talking about that kind of rock and roll, like the kind okay. where you where you know you get on the dance floor and you dance. You know, you're not head banging and bouncing around. It's legit dancing along, right? Like it hasn't um, been that a while. Yeah, the opening song "Tear This World Apart" is is a dance tune. I mean, you're gonna dance to that. You just can't help it, right? Because soon as the the organ comes in, dude, oh lord, yeah. and then it just starts <laughs> hopping. You know what I mean? It sounds like it sounds like you could take, like like I don't know, almost like so like a, a rowdy kind of saloon, but mix it with like arena rock because some okay. of these songs are ready for legit arenas you know what i mean i could see there's a song i think it's called between me and you uh or space between me and you something like that it's a slower song it's kind of a ballad but my god it's gorgeous and it, i immediately Good. i could see this i could see him on stage with just that soul that like spotlight on him while he's singing it and then mm-hmm. the whole fucking place lit up with lighters right because people want to bring back that old school shit and put their phone in their pocket i'm telling you right now it's just it's a from you want to talk about a banger from beginning to end there's not one bad song on that album okay yeah and that's uh, a fucking banger then and I'm going to say, I'm not just saying it just because it's going to uh, segue into this real quick, but I mean, I'm telling you, it really is. It's amazing. But for, mm-hmm. again, that does lead into that. We are doing something with Michael Caine. Uh, yes, sir. My buddy Trev mm-hmm. from Struggling Artists is putting on a thing called Evening With, where we're going to be putting on this live show where Michael Caine plays a lot of his songs acoustic and tells the stories behind them. So mm-hmm. think a mix between... Uh, MTV's Unplugged, VH1 Storytellers, and Inside the Actor's Studio. Because Trev's going to be there to interview him, and he's going to talk about the music. And you know, like I said, it's going to be kind of a, a pretty kind of a cool once-in-a-lifetime experience. You know what I mean? A night yeah. of music, stories. Um, there's going to be mute opening opening act there. So Jim and I are going to be going out there to film it, which is an awesome thing. But yeah, if there's any listeners that we have out in, in Westerly, Rhode Island area... It's coming up here on January 28th at the United Theater. So check it out. Uh, you know, look it up online. Follow follow the, the Struggling Artist podcast on Instagram, and you'll see the posts and all that stuff. Follow it on on Facebook as well. You'll see the posts. Anyway, so there you go. That wraps up what yeah. we're listening to in 2022, guys. Let's take a quick break for a commercial, and then I'll uh, yeah, we'll be right back. I was 11. I lost my virginity. A guy I was 17 I was drunk when I was drinking I didn't care who I was with it just totally screwed my life up hey yo alcohol is a drug and you can get hooked on it and the younger you start the more damage you can do I'm real thankful that I made it back it's not easy I know it but if you want to say no you will say no and say yes to your life hello I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer let me tell you something this business of Tuning out rock and roll as you get older is an old wife's tale. You are never too old to rock and roll. I recommend you try a new position on the dial, 102.5 FM, Rock 102. It's Buffalo's biggest radio station, and more people turn it on because the music turns them on. 102.5, Dr. Ruth's favorite position. On the dial. I've tried fad diets, powders, pills. Still, my weight's been up and down like a yo-yo. Until the AIDS plan taught me how to take off weight and help keep it off. 
AIDS may taste like a candy, but AIDS contains one of the most effective appetite suppressants you can buy, and there's no stimulant in AIDS that could make you nervous. With AIDS, I ate less, so the weight came off. To help keep it off when I sometimes want things loaded with calories, AIDS helps put me in control. Let the AIDS plan teach you how to take off weight and help keep it off. Try peanut butter AIDS. Okay, so guys, we're back from our break. And we're mm-hmm. getting into kind of this end segment of our show where we play games, we we have main discussions, we answer questions that come off books, who knows. To end the show today, one of the things I wanted to do was, in keeping with the music theme, bring up some myths and legends, stories and rumors that have permeated the music industry, right? Ooh. Yeah, spooky. spooky sounds kind of spooky right a little bit and um depending on what you're bringing but what what's going to be what will be fun about this is i decided to bring three different we're going to be we're going to go through three different um groupings of, of okay. different stories so two of them are not going to have been are not real at all okay. but one oh is. i yep okay and you guys have to guess which one it is that's real okay okay, okay. So this is the music i don't know this is hardly awesome music industries myths and legends <laughs> I don't know. We're going to come up with some names for these things in the future. Maybe I'll use some AI to generate creative names for. <laughs> hey, listen, with what you gave me already for AI. Oh, we'll talk about that off air. Uh, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Um, number one. Elvis was a generous Cadillac giver. Elvis gave his mother a Cadillac, though she couldn't drive. He also gave one to a backup singer. One to his dentist, to a hairstylist. When he saw a bank teller admiring his Cadillac, he wrote her a check so she could go buy one herself. That's how much he loved Cadillacs. Elvis was a generous Cadillac giver. That's the first one. Anthony, you fan of Elvis? I'm a fan of Elvis. Are you? I like a lot of Elvis when I was a little kid. Name a song you like by him. Like right, like one of your favorite ones. Dude, Jailhouse Rock. Oh, you like the old school, like that like rock old and roll. Old school Elvis. So you're not looking at Elvis when he's a little bit uh, a little bit heavier in <laughs> Vegas. You're caught in a trap. No. <laughs> Jim, what about you? Elvis fan? Um, I mean, yes, for what he is, but I never like really go out of my way to put on Elvis. Um so yeah, maybe. All right, that was that was the Elvis story. Here comes the next okay. one. You ready? Okay, let's go. Charles Manson auditioned to be a member of the monkeys. In 1965, auditions were held to fill the roles in the made-for-TV band, The Monkees. Among Anthony, no looking it up. What I'm do you do? What do you do? What are you doing? I'm, I'm doing? to the side because I don't want to cough or breathe into the microphone. Because I want to oh, listen. Oh, it looks like didn't it look like you starting to look it up? Yeah, a little bit. All right. In 1960, in 1965, auditions were held to fill the roles in the made-for-TV band, The Monkees. Among 437 people to try out free uh, was a young Charles Manson. At the time, Manson was writing music and even had a song later released by the Beach Boys. Anthony, Charles Manson fan? Um, Beautiful people. Wait, Charles Manson. Oh, wait. No. Nice, dude. Uh, What about a Monkees fan? You ever listen to Monkees? The Monkees? There was that one episode that they were in of Boy Meets World, and I know they played another song. Um, I'm a believer. believer, They're in uh, the Boy Meets World. Then I saw her face. Dun, Topanga, dun, dun, the, dun, the guy that plays Topanga's, the original guy actor that played Topanga's father was in the monkeys. Oh, he, shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Bang in, I don't know the, the fact all the way. Yeah. 
Anyway, all right, here's the last yeah. one. Debbie Harry was almost abducted by Ted Bundy. So you know who Debbie Harry is, Anthony? No. The singer of Blondie. Oh, 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 okay. Anthony, do you know who Blondie is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Debbie was uh, once accepted a lift in New York from a mysterious man who attempted to abduct her and whom she later realized was the infamous serial killer, Ted Bundy. All right. Interesting. So two are not real. One is real. Okay. Elvis was a generous Cadillac giver. Charles Manson auditioned to be a member of the monkeys or Debbie Harry was almost abducted by Ted Bundy. Jim, what one do you think? Which one's real? You're going to defer to me. Uh, Well, I'm going to say the Elvis one is fake. Okay. Um, And now this is kind of a toss up because I know how heavily Charles Manson was into music and wanted to be a musician. And then the I'm going to go with the Charles Manson one's true. What do you think, Anthony? So now, now I'm going to get criticized if I agree with Jim because I believe that Charles Manson was a fan. You shouldn't have deferred if you don't want to be criticized. I know. You know what? I want the Elvis one to be right, so I'm going to go with Elvis. So Debbie Harry mm-hmm. was not almost abducted by Ted Bundy, despite this story causing a lot of buzz back in the 1970s and many people falling for it. It appears it was just another trick to boost Blondie's album sales at the time Bundy was living thousands of miles away in Utah and according to his biography he had never visited New York oh geez <laughs> okay okay now which one is real which one's fake hmm there's one technical problem here in 1965 at the time of the auditions Manson was in prison so he did ah. not cry out for the monkeys which means Elvis was a very really very generous Cadillac giver Interesting. Was he, getting, um, was he getting was fucking he getting commission on that? He was, was just going to say, was he getting he? kickbacks? No, he loved Cadillacs. He thought it was like the car, the top huh. car. Interesting. That was it. There was no better vehicle on earth but than a Cadillac. Than a Cadillac? Yeah, right. You ready for the third round? Or second round? Third round. Christ, third round. Where's the second round? Where's the first round? Where's the second round? All right, here we go. Ready? Yes. Frank Zappa used to eat poop live on stage. The legendary musician was once challenged on stage to a gross-out contest, and Zappa triumphed by taking a poop on stage and then eating it. That's okay. the first one, okay? You guys familiar with Frank Zappa's music at all? I'm familiar no. with Frank Zappa Mothers of very, very little bit, uh, but not too nope. much his music. No. Nope. I know he was a very eccentric individual. Yeah, very outspoken, Uh-oh. very smart dude, legit. Yes. Okay. Johnny Cash was the first American to learn that Joseph Stalin had died. Okay. In 1950, at the age of 18, he joined the Air Force and worked his way up to serve as a Morse code operator. His job decoding communications between Soviet officials and passing along any vital information. So he okay. he was the he heard about it first. And then lastly, oh Johnny Cash fans, yeah. Oh yeah, I like Johnny Cash. I like Johnny Cash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know why he oh, wore yeah. black, right? Yeah. For uh he's colorblind. Yeah. Oh, it's because he could. Uh it wasn't because he sawed his brother in half. What? What? You guys never see Walk Hard? Oh, which, no, which I've is never like seen a, it, it's like a it's like a really? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> this movie they're make they're making fun of like the Johnny Cash's kind of life, but like in a mockumentary, like a mock kind of a, a movie kind of thing. Dude. John C. Riley. Yes, yeah. dude. He fucking cuts his brother in half. It's the funniest shit. All right. Lastly, Michael Jackson owned the Elephant Man's remains. 
1987, Michael Jackson paid $50,000 for the remains of Joseph Merrick, the elephant man. Merrick was an Englishman known for having uh, severe deformities. He was first exhibited at a freak show under the stage name The Elephant Man and then went to live at the London Hospital after he met Sir Frederick Trevis, subsequently becoming well-known in London society. Hmm. Any Michael Jackson fans here? Yes, I mean, no. I'm a fan of Michael Jackson. Just I just didn't know that about. I know he was he had rare and uh, unique purchases. Like he didn't he tried to purchase like Marvel rights. So like that's that's he good. Tried to, he well, tried he to purchase what? He tried to purchase the rights to Spider Man. I think he wanted to play Spider Man. Oh, that's right. I remember I that he, he wanted to purchase. He wanted to get in there. Yeah, I he know. So something like that would. Yeah, yeah. He owned the Beatles discography for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, so, so Anthony, you're first. Which one's correct? Frank Zappa used to eat poop live on stage. Johnny Cash was the first American to learn that Joseph Stalin had died, or Michael Jackson owned the Elephant Man's remains. I don't know if he ever went. To... I'm gonna go with the Johnny Cash because that's gonna be some fucking Amer. That should be some fucking movie. If it all isn't already Bridges spies, there, but about Johnny Cash, dude, dude, Joaquin Phoenix, bro. Have you not seen it? Oh, no. with Reese Witherspoon. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. What's up, Jim? What do you say? I'm going to say Frank Zappa. <laughs> Frank Zappa. All right. Yes. Let's see which one is not correct. Well, although Michael may well have made the offer, the remains were not of, of the elephant man were not available because they had been destroyed in a Nazi air raid on the Royal London hospital during world oh, war two. Jesus. Okay. So that's not real. Okay. What else is okay. not real? Let's see. Hmm. hmm. Well, according to Frank Zappa, he explained what really happened the night of, of the onstage gross out contest. He said, for the record, I never took a shit on stage, and the closest I ever came to eating shit anywhere was at a Holiday Inn buffet. <laughs> okay. Which means Johnny Cash being the first to learn that Joseph Stalin had died is real. On March 3rd, 1953, one of the most important messages made its way through to Johnny Cash. The message that beeped in was the news that Russian premier Joseph Stalin, who was ill for years, had passed away. Wow. That's fucking cool. Never would have guessed. Jeez, pretty cool, pretty cool. That's the, that that's some that's some fucking American patriotic yeah. fucking movie and shit. That's what Johnny I thought. Cash so, of all people too, right? Yeah, the way I wanted to do this was to find something that was real but sounded crazy, like it could be a, like a legend, and then yeah, find yeah, yeah. ones that were fake rumors that always went around as legends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go, Anthony. Ready? I'm ready. Gene Simmons's tongue is part cow. In the 1970s, Gene Simmons had a cow's tongue surgically grafted onto his own. Simmons had this procedure done to help him develop the character of the demon that he portrayed on stage. Anthony's a fan of of Kiss, yeah? Yes, hardcore. Have you heard this rumor, Anthony? I've heard about this before. Do you know if it's true or not? Can you say for certain if you know if this is real or not? You don't have to say right now, but I'm just asking if you know. I'm just saying, I've never spoken to Gene, but... I mean, <laughs> go way back, Jim. Before and hanging out with Anthony, how much did you listen to Kiss? Um, I got into Kiss through Tony Hawk Underground. Hey, okay, because there was a couple of songs in there that you could unlock Gene Simmons' skate as Gene Simmons, and then there was a a, a map where you could skate at like one of their shows while they're playing in on Australia. stage and shit. 
Yes, dude. Um, so I kind of got into kiss that way. Anthony, you there. can't look it up. I'm not. I have text messages from the fuck bags. They're trying to get me to play Fortnite. I'm trying to tell them no. Don't answer them while you're podcasting. That's rude to your yes, co-host. Yes, it's very rude. You're dude. not paying attention. I'm How sorry. How dare you? Shun. Shame. <laughs> um, um, so then then I asked for uh, Kisses, the greatest hit, like a, a Kiss CD for Christmas. So my parents got me the uh, the greatest hits album. That's uh, a phenomenal listening greatest to it. hits album, by the way. I'm sorry, yeah. but that is a really good like that is a banger of an album. That's a fucking killer greatest hits. It is good. There's a lot of good songs on there. Um, and in seventh grade, we took a I we had to take a music class. Part part of what it was was we actually learned how to play guitar, but then the other part of it was we had to pick a band and do a report on the band and present it to the class. So I had originally started. I think I had gone with Aerosmith or Leonard Skinner. And then I pulled up a picture of like what they looked back in the day. I said, Oh Jesus, these are a bunch of hillbillies. I can't do this. So then, <laughs> so then I, I went with kiss, right. And I wrote this whole report and I did all this research on kiss. Not that I remember any of it now, but I enjoy some kiss, maybe not as big as Anthony, maybe not as much as I used to, but I enjoy me some kiss. Listen, um, and that that right there is why you're gonna lose this round because yeah. I know the I I know you know the I know answer here, kiss, huh? I know my kiss shit. Ah, okay. And that's why you got to answer first too, because I went first last. You ready? Okay, ready, Chris. Jimi Hendrix was kidnapped by mobsters. <laughs> Two mobsters kidnapped Jimi Hendrix for a weekend in 1969. They was released, weekend at Bernie's? They released him when a rival mobster phoned them and threatened them into abandoning their plan. I want that to be true so bad. What the hell did they kidnap him? Did that, him? <laughs> I said we scrap all other plans, and that is the next movie we write. Oh, God. <laughs> Has um, it been done? You know what? We're going to have AI write a short film about that. That's the story. Yes. It'll write the Jimi Hendrix getting uh, kidnapped by two mobsters. Yes. Yep. All right. You ready? Okay. Word. Yes. Bring it. Uh, obviously, it. Hendrix fans. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have not dove into Hendrix really, dude. I can appreciate wow. jamming to Hendrix, I but know. I don't know his discography. Wow, guys. I know. I know. It's embarrassing guitar. to say. I know. Well, I wasn't that you fan of it. that kind of funk rock. I wasn't a big psychedelic rock. Did fan you just say younger. funk rock? That ain't funk rock. <laughs> I mean, he he helped. He helped kind of propel funk as well. But it's it's definitely funky. But it's uh, more funky than my hair metal. What the funk, Anthony? All right, ready? Yes. Yep. Back to back to Anthony's winner from the one round, Elvis. Oh Jesus! Elvis worked for the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA. In the 1970s, the King worked undercover for the DEA. Yeah, that's all it says. In the 1970s, the king worked undercover for the United States Drug Drug Enforcement Agency. <laughs> that's it. Oh, Interesting. God. Okay. So, so we got we got we got for this one we have Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons' tongue is part cow. Jimi Hendrix was kidnapped by mobsters, and Elvis worked undercover for the DEA, United States Drug Enforcement Agency. Anthony, go. I really want Jimi Hendrix to be part of a mob heist. That's what you're saying. Yes, I'm going with Jimi Hendrix because that's how I've gotten every other point this this uh, game. Just so the far. one you want to be the real, yeah, the most real one. <laughs> I feel like I've been causing history to happen, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right, Jim, um, what do you think? I'm going to say the same thing for two reasons. Number one, Elvis was a drug user, so I don't think he actually worked for the DEA. And I just don't – and even before Anthony – 
answered, I did not believe that Gene Simmons had a cow tongue surgically applied to his. So I'm going to go with Jimi Hendrix. Like, so here's the thing. Okay. You think that Elvis didn't work for the DEA because he was a drug user. You really think that there's not one drug user that works in the DEA? Oh, I'm not saying that. I just don't think Elvis did. He's undercover. That's so. What's right, he doing? Under, he's Elvis. How can Elvis, Elvis go undercover? Be a rat. That's Here's why. our That's fake stories. Here are fake stories. Fake story number one. The rumors continued for years, but in reality, Gene Simmons just had a long tongue for a human. There's nothing more to it. Mm-hmm. And Elvis were, were you, did. Go were ahead. you aware? Were you aware, Anthony, that, that this yes. was a rumor? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. an old school rumor. Yeah. That's that's like right up there with the whole like Satan thing. Like that it stands for Knights and Satan Knight, Service. Knight and Satan Service, yeah. They had so much fucking drama. All right, here we go. So the next fake story, Elvis did have a strange desire to work for the DEA, and he wrote a long letter to President Nixon asking to do so. <laughs> However, Elvis was fobbed off with an honorary DEA badge. So <laughs> the only reason I thought you guys might pick that is I thought maybe you may have seen the picture of Elvis and Nixon shaking hands. There's a very famous picture oh, of them really? shaking okay. hands with him in the Oval Office really? getting this badge, this this badge, and it makes it look like he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like it, it, he's undercover. It was like an honorary it's a narc, thing. dude. Yeah, but in September I- of 1969, Jimi okay. Hendrix strolled into the New York club Salvation. He was looking for heroin and was pretty much willing to follow anyone who claimed to have any. That's when a couple of young Italian men in the club, neither of whom were officially with the mafia, but who really wanted to be, saw an opportunity. They hustled Hendrix off with them and took him to their home. They kept him there for two days. His captors then contacted his manager with demands. When they had yanked him out of salvation, the man who ran the place saw them and phoned the club's owner. Said owner was John Riccobano, a made man with more than enough power to knock some sense into the couple of wannabes. The way Riccobono would tell the story, he phoned the kidnappers and said, you let Jimmy go or you are dead. Do not harm a hair on his afro. <laughs> then a week after they released Hendrix's afro intact, he hunted them down and beat them up anyway. That's Good. fucking awesome. I've, you know, dude, that, that sounds, now that you went through the whole story, that sounds very vaguely familiar. Yeah. 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 And I think they said that he was so like fucking out of it. He was so fucking high and out of it. He didn't, well, he even probably know. had no idea. What yeah, was going he didn't on, know. Dude. He he thought he was just be hanging out and he was literally hanging out there, like just hit, getting high and shit. Fucking crazy. Fucking right. Great. Jesus. So there you go, guys. That's some crazy music industry myths and legends. Hope everybody learned something fun and new about maybe you know, bands or music. Um, yeah, dude, I love stuff like that. I really do. Fun facts. I'm a huge fan of, of again, legends, myths like that. So like I said, that's the thing, dude, with, with the music industry and music history, there's so many legends and it's like, okay, what's true. What's not true. Yeah. There's so many things that are so true. Yeah, there's so many things that are so fucking crazy. You're like, there's no way that was true. You know what I mean? But, that's and, why and that's it's the legendary. Thing. Like, there's so many things that are so crazy and so legendary that sound true that necessarily aren't. But if you look at all the crazy shit that actually did saying. happen, yeah. it's like, well, I, I, how can you not think that maybe it did happen? You there's know what a I mean? possibility, right? It's nuts. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're at the end of the show now, guys. This is the time of Aww. night. This is the time of the of the episode where we we look back and we say, what did we learn? Anthony, what did you learn this week? Well, I learned that I think I'm a true like Bills fan because 
I skipped part of podcasting for Bill's game. <laughs> Old Anthony would have been like, guys, the Bill's going to wait. We got to finish this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you've known me quite some time. Uh, Am I yeah. wrong? Yeah. Jim? I learned this week um, that we should aim to give ourselves ample time to finish a podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> But but again, but again, but again, the reason we 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 cut back an hour and started an hour late is because we were all out in Rochester and had a long night for the show. So I get it. Yeah. Uh, but we should uh, we should not do this again. <laughs> yeah, it's going to definitely be a, a, a different experience, especially to edit it. I can't wait to listen back. Well, and and here's oh. the thing: like I'm sitting here and I'm you know paying attention, going through all of this, and not that it's bad, but the energy does feel different. Oh, definitely. It's you know definitely I mean? not when we're in the Very same different. room. Yeah, yeah. So, I learned this week that we're definitely going to have a an episode in the future that's going to be an intervention for Anthony. So, uh, <laughs> sit tight, folks, because that's coming. Uh, On the until then, this has been hardly awesome podcast. Awesome. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony, and I'm Jim. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.